Welcome and thank you for listening to War Stories Podcast. A few quick notes before we begin. This is a recovery podcast, but I want to stress that there is explicit content contained in the episodes. Graphic language, adult situations, and a lot, and I mean a lot, of drug stories. Listener discretion is strongly suggested. Also, we make light of the serious nature of drug use, abuse, incarceration, and death. We do this because we have been there and have made it to the other side. If you or someone you know is struggling with drug addiction or alcoholism, please email a podcast at reallife-recovery-studio at gmail.com. We would love to help you find another way of life. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's start the show. number four spotify hadn't kicked us off yet which is a huge deal apple for some reasons putting up with us that's crazy so this podcast is basically here to just answer some really tough questions like does recovery really work was adderall just diet methamphetamine and did jeffrey epstein really kill himself the fuck is jeffrey (laughs) At least I know one of your war stories isn't going to be fucking kids. Uh, I am your host, Simon. Didn't say that. Tonight, Israel will not be with us. He had some family matters to take care of, which is, you know, one of those perks of recovery. You actually have a family that lets you Percocet? take care of their matters. Did you say Percocets of recovery? Percocets of okay. recovery. Some gotcha. of the Percocets of recovery are family. Family. Get you doped up. Family. I don't have a family. I'm kind of like Batman. <laughs> family. Except for I don't have, I, I, all I have is the grief and the. Well, since you've already heard him, I'm joined tonight by the legend, the man, the myth. Florida man. Florida man. If you've, <laughs> if you've seen any of those Florida man articles and clips on YouTube. I'm this that is, guy. This is the physical embodiment of Florida man, Garrett. How you doing tonight, Garrett? Fantabulous. So for those of you out there listening, we talked a lot about West Odessa, (laughs) Odessa, Slow Deatha, Arkansas, Tennessee. Garrett's from Midland, Texas. Midland. So Midland, Texas is like the Beverly Hills of Texas. Except for classier. A lot classier than Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah, they, they uh, over look, in Beverly Hills, they don't quite do it up like Midland does. Mm-mm. So. We're the white-collar Beverly Hills, though. Yeah. <laughs> Garrett's here at a Real Life Recovery Studio, and most times people walk in and they dust their feet off before you. they come into your studio. Garrett made me dust the studio off before he would put his shoes on the ground in here. So that, right. that's what we're dealing with tonight. Egomaniac with an inferiority complex. Dude, and can't say words. That's so no, hot. No. That is so Speaking hot. in cursive. I'm Speaking tired as fuck. <laughs> I quit. All right. So uh, we're going to get right into it, Garrett. What we're going to do is we're just going to, dude, we're going to tell some of the deep, dark, dirty, preferably dirty stories from addiction. And uh, 
Oh, I thought you were talking about I don't wear underwear kind of stories. No, everyone knows that. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to post that straight on the page. (laughs) Uh, So real quick before we get started, what is your current sobriety date? Uh, that would be one thirty-one of nineteen. Yeah, I remember when you <laughs> came back in the rooms, man. When you, it was actually at a little morning meditation of a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. and you were the picture of health. Health, dude, you were super healthy. You absolutely didn't only weigh ninety pounds. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. You didn't yeah. have track marks, of course. Mm-mm. That I don't. I don't. I never shot up. Did you really never shoot up? No. Get out. All it was all. Boozing. Get out. All oh, you, the- dude. You said, <laughs> you said the magic word. Let's get right into this. So right now, give me give me a little backstory on on your history. And what we'll do is is right now it's it's nine thirteen at night. Well, actually ten thirteen. Like. Eastern yeah, time? Kind of, I haven't. Uh, yeah, Eastern time. I go by Eastern okay. time because that's, East where York, that's where New York is. And I'm fancy, Garrett. I'm oh, fancy. Fucking fancy pants. No, I didn't set my fucking computer clock back <laughs> when the time change went. It doesn't so automatically do that? No, not this one. Wow. Not, what a cheap fucking Not computer. this one. I think it's actually you, you an You do live in Odessa. Dude, found this computer <laughs> in a dumpster. Yeah. Bought it from a meth head for six bucks. Yeah. All right, so yeah, we'll get into it. We'll His talk mom about some gave past. you oral sex for the rest of the computer, huh? Uh, what? I, I just okay. came. I just, <laughs> Again? I just, Third time uh, before? Uh, God damn it. So I'm going <sighs> to turn it over to you, and we'll just Whoa. we'll just talk, man. Let's just, let's just talk, Gary. What's up? Oh, sorry. Wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's used to doing the, the Donald Duck for kids. Oh, wait, what? What's up? Welcome to the pedophile podcast. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Don't uh, get mad. No, All right, go no. ahead, Garrett. Um, I've been accused of some crazy shit, but, um, well, pedophile. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll finish that sentence. Pedophile uh, wasn't one of them. No, it wasn't. That's one um, of those sentences you want to finish. You want to finish, yeah. Yeah, yeah you real. definitely want to. Yeah, was never, no, never was. Even though I did drive a weird white van whenever I first sobered up back into the No windows? <laughs> I'll get into oh, that later. Dude, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, I forgot all about that, man. All right, so um, I think I was born an alcoholic and drug addict because I was born in a blackout. Don't remember it. So That makes sense. That makes <laughs> sense. Also, you were very selfish and crying mm-hmm. all the time and wanted everyone to do everything for you. I mean, it, I still do. Not, not touche. <laughs> touche. Um. You know, I I would say I had a horrible childhood, but I, I, I really didn't have too horrible of a childhood. I had a really long one. <laughs> Is that because you were a child? No, because I did a lot of drugs for a long time. Are you talking about your pee-pee? I have a long pee-pee, but that's besides the point. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so you stayed under your mom's care for longer than you probably a normal adult would have, is what you're saying? Uh, oh yeah, I moved back in three or four different times. Yeah, in, yeah. in my twenties, at least four different times in my twenty. Hell, twice in the thirties. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was doing the same shit. I mean, I like, uh, I don't think it was just us, Garrett. I think we're par for the course in the crowds we run in. Like I moved out at 18 and by 19 I was moving back in. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mom, I'm home. Yeah, that was the f- first time. Um no, 
Um, my mother, she's she's from uh, she's an Italian lady, but you're Italian, part Sicilian. Is your last name Italian, or no, is that your Scottish. maiden? Is that, is is that, that your married name? name? <laughs> That's my maiden name. Did your ex make you take her last name? Goddamn right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey man. Yeah. She. My Women mom. are better than men. Fuck quality. Mm-hmm. Ladies are better. Yeah. I said it. Better. Fight me. Better at being crazy, dude. Ever since I got a girlfriend, I realized how unmanageable my life is still is in sobriety. And your selfishness and self-centeredness is the root of her problems. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally true. And she's put up with it so far. So, yeah. so gang, gang. I mean, as long as you keep get, getting to bend her over, it all, all equals out in the wash or comes out in the wash. Is today? No, it's March 21st. I still got six days. Oh, hell. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you still got to have a white sheet. Bleach that motherfucker. Are you talking about like... Oh, wait. You know, (laughs) so I heard Mm -hmm. that... So you're Italian. You're not Jewish. You look Mm kind of Jewish. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that to be I'm only Jewish in my wallet area. Oh. Because you won't let go of any money? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I heard when they consummate their marriage, it's through a sheet with a hole in it. Have you ever heard that? What, Jews? Through yeah. a sheet in a hole? Yeah. Mm. Like there's a sheet between them with a hole. Mm. And he just sticks his little Jewish pee-pee through the hole into okay. the wife. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite. Why? No, it's oh. not a joke. I mean. <laughs> I was like, I thought like, there was like some Hitler joke no, in there. Or no, something. no, that's. Uh, I could be making it up. <laughs> but I, I think that's true. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Anyways. I don't know. He, he might have to, you know, re- remove the veil. Or something. Yeah, I don't know where I heard that. I don't know. I bet it's true. I bet Israel said it. I retain stupid information. I bet Israel told you. It could have been. Israel's an idiot. <laughs> Shout out Israel. All right, so anyways, Hashtag you're Italian. Bro. You're uh, in the Sicilian. mob. Yeah, actually, I had a great uncle named Tony. That of course. Ran, yeah, ran yeah. some mob stuff. I never, uh, I didn't know about him until I was like 17. How did you get the name Garrett? Um, My... Okay, so I'm and like, I don't want to say your last name, no. but how do that that's Scottish? That's a Scottish. Anyway, my my mother, right? All right, so my biological father, he, um, he was adopted. Okay, and um, what you call uh, his grandfather's name was James Garrett Smith, uh. and so I got that, and then my mother's uncle. His name was Eugene, so I got that middle name. Gary Eugene. Mm-hmm. That is said, the, as soon as I said it, I was like, motherfucker, I can't believe I said that. that that's the whitest name on the planet, Gary. Well, I was almost, no, thank God. Gary Eugene. Check this out. I was almost Melvin Francis Stewart III. See, that's how, oh my God, that would have been <laughs> so amazing. I don't know any Melvins. Yeah. I've known a few Garretts. Yeah. I was almost Melvin Francis Stewart the third. My grandpa's middle name was Eugene. Yeah, I can't stand that middle name. So I'm really glad that didn't come down my way. The reason why I can't stand it is because my mom's uncle, he was a heroin addict. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Genetics. I know. But yeah, so she's Sicilian. Well, I actually did a DNA test here recently. And it turns out that I'm like one percent African. That bitch. Oh. You don't know that song? No. Just took a DNA. I don't know. I don't really listen to it, but neither, I'm, I'm, neither does. And oh. 
Something like, about I'm 100% something. Oh. A bitch. A bitch is what no. I say that she's saying, and she gets mad and she hits me. If you're out there, please, please help me. She's striking me. <laughs> All right. Over at Thriving United, you Rescue can come me. in at Thriving United where I work. Yeah. You can come over and we can talk about getting you into a safe place. I, I know some of the people over there. They'd hit me too. I mean, with this dick. <laughs> with this dick. <laughs> Okay, so let's continue. <laughs> we're we're moving at a really slow pace. I know, but it's okay. funny. Okay, so growing up, I had a I had a pretty I would say I had a pretty interesting childhood. I almost died uh, when I was about four or five, a car wreck. Um, my mom hit some black eyes uh, on Highway eighty. Your mom hit some black guys. Whoa, we gotta erase that. Don't Your we? mom hit some black guys. No, black ice. Oh. I'm not mad about to say no um so and like you got hurt hurt yeah uh, brain damage obviously. I was almost almost uh went over the overpass if they're if we're going like five more miles an hour we were gone over the overpass oh shit so you were on a bridge yeah wow yeah so uh I got a I was concussed <laughs> <laughs> to say the least yeah. concussed uh I just transformed the whole verbiage of that uh, word okay. anyway I like it concussed concussed kind of like how i like my bitches no concussed <laughs> when they talk back just kidding ladies ladies you are the most powerful gender on the planet i figure whenever i make a joke and say something mm-hmm. awful if i just turn around and say like well the complete opposite it balances it out here in my belief that um women they were created last because that's the crown of god's beauty Nice, Garrett. Yeah. Way to get me out of that hole I just <laughs> dug myself. Yeah, ladies. Crown of God's beauty. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds good. I, I'm wet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, right, so, there Garrett is, concussed uh, and almost dead. Yeah, and then um, it gets worse from there. <laughs> yeah. Just kept going downhill. Yeah. Um, Not even divorce, doing dope yet. Yeah, for real. Um, but I did find my first, um, when I was about four or five, I, uh, found my, can I say pussy, pussy. or do I have to say vagina or what do I have to say? I don't know. You can say whatever you want. Right, I found you my first Venus flytrap. I don't right. give a shit. Uh, I found my first, uh, love tunnel. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Descriptive words. I was, I was four or five years old and she was about the same age and she, uh, She's like, hey, you want to touch this? I'm like, yeah, let me, I don't even know what it is, but it's different than mine. I'll touch it. And it felt like warm jello. So So what uh, you're saying is you fingered a four-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. While I was, and then, and then her dad, but red team go, red team go. (laughs) I was four or five. Yeah. Or the same age. Yeah. Um, and then her dad bust in about the same time and I got in trouble. And so it, he didn't even take into consideration that his daughter was being a little whore. No, exactly. Dude. Motherfucker. Dude. That's been on like every resentment list ever. Dude. Whore. All of them. Um, what if you ran into her one day and she became your wife? Full circle. Jerk. <laughs> okay, oh, I continue. thought we were playing games. No, but that was funny. <laughs> Thought we were playing games there for for a minute, but no. So we so we continued on, 
Uh, we continued on. Um, fuck, fingering each other. Yeah, no, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm lost, I'm lost here. Yeah, I, I, last I, I heard you were fingering a four year old, and now whoa, whoa, whoa. Y- you I said was y'all continued on. Okay, um, <laughs> I continued on in my life. The uh, fun thing about this is I can cut and edit if I wanted God to. Damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a part from later in the story when you were like. So when I was 22, and I'm going to cut it right there no, and then put, no. I fingered a four-year-old. No, sir. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, Garrett. I would do that. No, Cody would, though. Cody would. Yeah. Cody would. It's probably why he relapsed. Yeah. Because he wrote in my book. He wrote in your book? Remember you whenever never I, do that. No, remember whenever I, remember. I left my book? I left my He wrote book some awful things in your book. Real bad. And he wrote never, something about a friend of ours from midland yeah he also said something really like really horrible things about raping boys and oh yeah that's good i mean i'm still sober so that's true he got it back he's back on track. i know i love you cody i'm just still, playing still <laughs> hey cody don't write mean shit yeah especially in god's favorite book god's favorite book you oh my god drunk I joke, I joke and say I'm God's favorite, but I've been through some shit. Yeah. So I, I've been through. You had my, a rough start at four or five years old. Yeah. I, I don't think God wants you fingering a four-year-old. No, again, not again. So basically rocketing on um, parents' divorce. They divorced when I'm about four or five. Uh, my grandparents, my no, my grandfather and... My great grandmother, they all die within a couple months. My grandmother takes off to another town with my aunt and uncle. Family's torn, torn apart. And this is in what age range? Like four or five, four to four. So this is like, like really three, quick. Yeah, just all bam, 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 bam. And all like this, formative years, like yeah, you're learning to how trust to fucking and be a human, not even learning to be a man. You're learning yeah. how to fucking yeah, yeah. And so all of this shit happens all at once, and I. And to be honest with you, I didn't realize that the grandmother and aunt and uncle and cousins taken off to another town um, was that big of a deal until I, I have recently done some work on that. Yeah. And it's it's taken some taken well, yeah. some years to really realize. Oh, that's wow. a lot of abandonment early on. Uh, well, when I was hell, I read my mom's diary um, that she kept while mm-hmm. I was being raised and everything yeah. for the first year. And I was reading it and I said, Mom, did you have to learn to love me? Like, what the fuck? She got mad at me. Oh. She got mad at like 7 a.m. I woke up before 7 a.m. So she denied me affection. Wow. Yeah. she. My mom was untreated bipolar. Oh, okay. Uh, and untreated drug addict. Like, she used to slam cocaine. My, my parents used to make methamphetamines for a biker gang. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Yeah, and also used to grow weed. So you started off in this world even yeah. before you knew what it was. Hell, I was one years old, and they had a keg party for me. Like, well, not for me; it was for them. Yeah, they had a keg party for basically because I survived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. So, I mean, one- so all of this going on, I see, I see weed and alcohol as a normal thing. That's that's okay. Like every six weeks or so, my dad would go pitch his tent at the corner of the property and then bring in the for the harvest so right. people wouldn't steal his fucking harvest yeah so i mean that's what i grew up with i grew up where weed bikers that kind of shit that's okay yeah and one of the things people that haven't 
live that type of life don't understand is whether you know like like if i don't know what weed and coke and meth and heroin and all that shit is and i'm young still the people that come around the people that are around the way people act the things people do around you like that rubs off on you because a lot of in in your youth a lot of that shit is like you're learning through watching other people and when Mm -hmm. you have a bunch of junkies and fucking meth heads and people trying to buy and you know do this and that and sell like manipulation yeah you're picking that up and that that does have a big effect on their their energy their absolutely everything absolutely and the way you're treated and the way you learn to treat people and all kinds of shit and for the most part um to be clear i was treated fairly well i was the first grandchild i was the uh only boy of my parents before they split up i I was the only kid so i mean i was and and I won second in a beauty contest. No. My cousin won first. Most, <laughs> was it a family beauty contest? Oh, that's besides the It point. was just you and your cousin <laughs> in the beauty pageant, wasn't it? That's besides the point. <laughs> um, I'll give you the facts I want you to hear, motherfucker. I got second. Yeah. But, um, you know, so I've always had this feeling of like less than yeah um i and i loved fantasy like that was my first drug of choice was fantasy fantasy like was books my, no or like, like daydreaming daydreaming and, yeah like well i saw i had bear bear sting bears that was for some reason like okay quick question uh, so have you heard of the mandela effect mm-hmm. okay yeah. how do you remember dude because i was i oh, was the same baron sting baron stein it's but it was E N, right? Yeah, yeah. It's no, I thought it was E I N or whatever it yeah. is. But it's, have you seen it now? Yeah, stain, stain, Baron stain. I know. Fucking weird. We live in a simulation. I, we do, dude. I got junk, proof of that. Junkie Joe Rogan right here telling you first we're living in a civil sim. Uh, uh, you're writing and cur- you're <laughs> talking a simulation. Now. You know, I've broken the time space continual a couple of times on that. DMT. Oh, yeah. Hell like yeah. I, I was uh, like talking to myself in a different um, dimension at the same time, doing the same thing. Like it was weird. Holy shit. Yeah. I was also doing dabs too. That's weird. Have you heard about the multiverse theory? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I absolutely a hundred percent agree with it. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. It, it makes sense. Um, I mean, because if you really think about it, we're not, we're not even solid. We're not. No. Nothing solid. Well, no. Cells. Yeah. Cells nothing's one hundred percent solid. Yeah. Atoms are atoms. Like, like, wind can come through. Literally, wind could come through my fingers if, but the space is. Yeah. Really formative. It's pretty so. crazy. I know. Anyway. <laughs> but that means somewhere out there in these infinite, infinite universes, there is a Garrett. Sitting right there with another Simon doing this podcast, and you're on this side of the table, and I'm on that side of the table. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. But does that mean I'm fucking her? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, that means, dude. I want to be single. I like in being... one universe. You're the fucking dog in there, bro. Whoa. I, I don't mean, know. I heard cool. someone way smarter than me explain this, and he was like, "Yeah, every possible combination is happening somewhere right now." And it's like, uh. So you tell me I'm Paris Hilton's dog? Yeah. Somewhere? You're Paris Hilton's panties somewhere. Yes. Oh, we, we're going to get into the panty sniffing later. Oh, nice. Nice. All right. So drive on. 
So you're 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 hammer you're hammering you're hammering. Um, Are you drunk right now, Gary? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just to be fair, it's like ten o'clock on a Sunday. It is, and it's Nine. been a long weekend for it's, everybody. It's been a last week. Last week was a weird fucking week. Like Mercury must have been in retrograde. <laughs> oh Jesus! Are you are you that guy? No, sort of. Oh That's Jesus! Not not full fledged yet. I don't have my. Uh, are they recruiting you? Um, oh, because you have is uh, the one girl. I don't want to say her name, but the one girl where you work is she? Because she seems kind of. What do they call it? Mystic. I guess stoic. No, not stoic. Mystic. Oh, Fun. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> um, anywho. Uh, so Uranus is in retrograde. Always. <sighs> so you want to know about the first time I got drunk? Absolutely. I was 13. Okay. In okay. Mexico. So, and that sounds, that sounds really dude. I've had a couple fucked up people on here. You're normal. Cause that was about the time I started. 12, 13. I mean, I took sips and stuff white like people that. are behind the curve on everything. Like mm. we start later, but we, we go do, harder. Yeah. We, we, we go, go harder. harder in the paint. I haven't had anyone. I mean, I had one guy on that said he tried to kill himself with heroin, but no one just does it for fun. No, 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 no. no. One's I tried to kill adult. myself when I was 14 with a, by asphyxiation. Come on. How'd you do that? Back up Blood. the head. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I mean, Did it work? On. He just asked that, ladies. Did it work? Yes, and we're in purgatory right now. No, I understand that you're physically <laughs> alive. I'm asking if your brain did. Oh, you already know that. Did it duh. do damage? <laughs> okay, so, okay, so first I was, time drinking. First time drinking. By the way, um, I want to give you a little reminder that um, also I was in um, gifted and talented classes because dude, I, I was too. Like I'm supposed to be smart. Blah blah blah. But they uh, they put me in these gifted and talented classes, and I remember emotionally shutting down, and that became my mo is shutting down, and be like, I'm not gonna perform. At what age did they put you in that? Like first grade, six. Oh, so, I stabbed a kid in kindergarten. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's Best funny. segue ever. Oh yeah, <laughs> stabbed a kid in kindergarten. What did you stab him with? Tell me, it's a pencil. No, no knife. Knife. Yeah. How'd you get a knife in school? This is before nine eleven and you all. You just that carried shit. a knife. No, it was a um, pocket knife of my dad's girlfriend's. One of my dad's girlfriends. Nice. What did like, the kid do? Well, he. All right. So see what happened was. Um, <laughs> what did happen was he? Uh, he he had his uh, he had his hand out and he was. Um, I was trying to show him how sharp the knife was, and and you did. Well, he was like, "Let me see, let me see." I was like, "No, no, no." He said, "Let me see, let me see." No, no, let me see. All right, here. Bam, right in the meat of his hand, and I dragged it like. Psh. Oh, so you cut the shit out of him? Yeah, he had to like have like three stitches. Did you get in trouble? No, that's the weird thing about this whole situation is the principal was out on vacation, and this you, is like you'd think a stabbing in a school would still get back around to him. Yeah, but it didn't. Nice. Um, I didn't even get in trouble at home because my biological father was too worried about his girlfriend or whatever. Nice. So. Anger, I, I actually got scared of anger at that moment. Yeah. At that moment, it did, the, you know, a lot of people were like, wow, I can, I can be powerful. Yeah. No, no, what it did is I. You nope. did the whole see red thing and uh, just nope. react. I, yeah. Yeah. I was like, nope, 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 no anger for me. Anger, anger bad. Ooh, anger bad. So, um, 
until about fourth grade until I um, beat somebody up uh, for saying my mom had AIDS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's pretty uh, standard insult in fourth grade. Yeah. And, uh, I jumped on his back and... Hell yeah. Pow, 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 motherfucker. Don't talk about girls more. Here's the really funny thing about it. I I got in trouble, but I got suspended, which happened to be the last three days of school. So basically I got... Oh, perfect. You got to leave early. Yeah. Dude, early dismissal is always awesome. (laughs) So it's like, um, I'm not really learning much about this whole anger deal. And so I'm able to kind of just conceal it and learning to... and But it blows up every so often. Uh, But... So I'm in, I'm 13 and I have all this pent up rage and I, I got acne starting and, yeah. and, um, I go over there and they, all the kids are telling me, Hey, if you could see over the bar, you can go over there and order a drink. I'm like, bet. And so I go over there and my, my aunt and uncle. Oh, in Mexico. Cause yeah. that was the law back then. Yeah. I remember people used to tell me that yeah, they didn't give a shit. Yeah. They didn't give a shit. And so I was like. And so I kind of just like stored that in the back of my memory, like, okay, whatever. Ha, ha, ha. Um, so my aunt and uncle, they go into a store. Well, I end up go. I was like, Hey, I'm gonna go get some Virgin margaritas. They're like, okay, cool. So I go over there and I go next door. I'm like, Hey, can I have a Virgin margarita? He said, no Virgin here. <laughs> I was like, all right, can I have a, so he pretty much said, don't be a bitch kid. Yeah. I was like, can I have a margarita? He's like, yeah, $1. I said, well, give me two. <laughs> Um, so, um, and you had never drank before. No, I had sips of my dad's beer. I always would like, he'd pop the top and I'm like, pops, yeah, give me, yeah, yeah. give me, give me the first sip. I, I would hold him ransom. Yeah. I think I remember my dad doing that because looking I, back now that I'm, you know, I'm a dad. It's like, that just seems like it'd be like, Hey, take a drink of beer. <laughs> yeah. Except I don't drink. So I can't do that. So, you know, I give him pain pills like a fucking grown yeah, man. Duh. Just kidding, CPS. Calm down. It's a joke. Is that why his head is as big as it is? Yeah, dude. Dude, his mouth's stuffed with oxys right now. (laughs) Big old (laughs) neck. And a spindly neck. Dude. (laughs) My little drug mule. Again, just kidding. Don't freak out, people. Jokes. We're all joking. We're all joking. I heard the rattle is not a really a rattle. It has his oxys inside. <laughs> he it. runs around sounding like a pill bottle. That's just a pill bottle I hide in his diaper. Exactly. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, so anyway, nobody checks the diaper. Nah, never, never. Um, sorry, people. I I vape. So. I also vape. Uh, call your sponsor. <clears throat> yeah, we were talking about all of our war stories, but we then we're over here sucking on fruit juice. So whatever. It's better than smoking. A meth pipe. I mean, I mean, it tastes better. Tastes at least. Better. Yes, that's yeah. a true story. Especially yeah. if you got some bad meth. Oh god. Oh no. my god, it had some weird fucking taste. Especially off foil, if you would burn through or something, I, I, and you I get that little puff of. I wouldn't do it. I just put it in my ass. Be fine. Oh yeah, let's get to <clears> that. Okay. <throat> you, so, so you drank some margaritas. Did drank you enjoy some margaritas. It? Blah blah blah. Um, I I gave it to my I I gave one to my cousin. He's about the same age as me. And I looked over there, and I, and he's and I said, "Shh, has alcohol in it." He's like, "Okay, yeah, hey, it tastes funny." I'm like, "Shut Is up!" Is this the same cousin that whipped your ass in a beauty pageant? Yeah, awesome. And so I'm getting him drunk. Shout out <clears throat> to the hot one in the family. What's his name? First name? <clears throat> Michael. Hey, Michael. Michael D. 
dude, you have always been and will always be better than Garrett. I just want you to know that. <laughs> All right, drive on. You're yeah, getting your cousin he drunk. Lives in, he lives in uh, Austin. Or no, not Austin. He lives in um, Arizona. At, he works for Intel. No, I'm just kidding. Is he, is he a normie? Um, I don't know. He drinks a lot. Oh, so. yeah. <clears throat> we might see him around someday. Maybe. Hell yeah. Um, and he was in the Navy. So. so he's gay. But his wife doesn't know it. Oh, <laughs> big secrets. <laughs> All right, so. You heard it here first on War Stories Podcast. So um, he's like, no, nah, dude, I don't, I don't want this. So he hands it to me. So I'm double fisting margaritas nice. in Mexico at 13. At 13. Yeah. Nice. And, and Good it, place to be drunk as a child. Yeah. A third and world so, country. Mexico on the border towns was fun back then if you're an adult, but I would assume it wasn't that safe for a child. It was a little scary, to be honest yeah. with you, because it was, like, broken down. Yeah. Like, gross. But there was no stray cats or dogs, and the enchiladas were wonderful. Amazing. Street tacos are the bomb there. Don't say bomb. <laughs> bomb. <laughs> we're talking um, about Mexico, not oh, Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. My bad. La, la, la. Anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> Radio edit. Right. Um, anywho, so that I didn't black out. I didn't do any methamphetamines. I didn't do any cocaine. I didn't try to run somebody over with a truck. Just None had of that a happened. Couple of drinks and, and everything. Was, and I felt wonderful. The, yeah. the, mark, the senoritas loved me. Yeah. I was que guapo. You know, hell yeah. Hell you know? Yeah. And, Did you get um, a whore? Did you watch a donkey show? All of it. Any of you that aren't from Texas or in, you know, a state bordering Mexico. Google donkey show. Go down to Mexico. They no, have no, donkeys. Just, like if just Google donkey yeah, show. Yeah, if you've seen like a circus where they have like the <laughs> elephants and they do all the tricks. Dude, they do that with donkeys down there. And yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing wonderful. what it's, these animals can do. It's a you spiritual have, experience. Dude, get it really on is. And, and type into Google donkey show. Donkey show. You will... Show, show your kids Look, and make sure make sure to say legit donkey show legit donkey show no. so yeah <laughs> excellent excellent moving on gary uh, you bounce your head off that microphone more than anybody ever i love it i got a big fucking noggin dude like, you do, you I, do. I, I wear I, do too. A, I have a seven and seven eighths hat size. see and i've never i've never measured my hat size i just go put on hats till one fits then you and then don't I ever started, find it. No, yeah. Then <laughs> then I started hearing people like, yeah, my head's seven and fucking fourteen sixteenths, like, which is seven eighths, three eighths, three four quarters, three three quarters, fourteen sixteenths, seven eighths. Anyway, seven. All right, fair enough. God damn it, Garrett. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. It would be seven eighths. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. All right, so that ended up being a crippling addiction. The end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Um, so n basically a lot of life happened. Um, uh, so much life. I'm not even going to get into it. So I ended up getting married. So at what point did you get married? I was, um, drunk. I was at this time I was like 22, 23. Uh -huh. Um, my longest relationship was this one. <laughs> yeah. And how long was that? Um, at this point it was like a year, cool year and a half. Um, y'all were super in love. Yeah. Well, I fell in love before I even saw her face. Oh, tell me it was like, she had a see, big, were, she had a big ass. You were 22 ish. <clears throat> and then I, I wish I would have saw were her you like face. on some I was, instant messenger shit. No, back she, in the she day. was, she was over at um, a friend of mine's house and I just seen that big old ass. Huh. I was like, 
I love you. I love you. And then she turned around. I was like, fuck. All right. <laughs> gotcha. Say no more. Fam. Anyway. And you um, did it anyway. I did it anyway. I did it all for the nookie. Story of my life. So, Knew I shouldn't. <clears throat> did it anyway. And instead of having a one night stand, I ended up uh, having like a three year. Three year stand. Three year fucking horrible nightmare. Really? Um, was it you or her? Both. Yes. Toxic? Horrible. Yeah. Um, I was still a kid. Where were I, you at? With, where were you at with your substance use during the marriage? Um, it progressed. <laughs> so you were you were it, using when I you met started. Her. I started. Oh, I was using mostly um, marijuana and, and alcohol. Yeah. Um, but it progressed to Xanax. And what about her? What was she doing when you just smoking met? weed and a little bit of drinking? Yeah. Like she was one of those. She was young also. She was five years older than me. Okay, cool. Still is, as far as I know. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. I mean. <laughs> I've done some time traveling since. Unless the story gets real dark pretty soon in y'all's marriage. Well, I did try to run her over with a truck. Oh, nice. Oh, throwback reference. Yeah. I, I remember you saying. Oh, that was a, yeah. That was a foreshadowing. You guys got to pay attention with Garrett. Yeah. He throws that shit in there. Yeah. I'll foreshadow some shit. Foreshadow. With For, some foreskin. Foreskin some shit. I knew you were coming with that. Uncut Hunks, (laughs) Volume 1. I believe you've watched that. (laughs) No, but Tony uh, over here, Louisiana guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He told me about about, uh, Uncut Hunks. Really? Yeah. Hey, Tony, if you're listening, do you like boys, bro? It's cool. uh, Just come out. Yep. 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 Come I love on, you. Out. Come love on you, out, bro. We he's love my, you. Yeah, for the first year of recovery, you're not supposed to get in a relationship, and so uh, he's got about sixty days. He's about sixty days behind me, uh-huh. and we shared the uh, sponsor for a while, and so we're we affectionately call each other Boo. Oh, so, yeah. that's sweet. That's my Boo. That's sweet. He's got. That's he's thinking up on two years, dog. Dude, I that's know. Fucking ridiculous. His ego might join him. Dude, I remember when he walked up to his first meeting. He was not in a good place. He was toast, dude. So anyways. It looked like a fucking, you put a frog in some suspenders. Dude, he, yeah. <laughs> Love you, Tony. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I was doing Xan, and so I had a, I had a, uh, they had, what, what do they call that? Um, intervention. They had a, I, they said I showed up. Who's they? Uh, my. The wife initiated soon to be, it? Soon to be wife, my sister. So before she married you, yeah. she was already doing an intervention yeah. on you. Um, right. And my mother. So uh, they said I showed up. So you were in a Zan blackout. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, the doctor said I needed I needed to take uh, one pill every four to six hours as needed for anxiety. Well, right. I heard I heard one pill as needed for anxiety. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, every 15 minutes I was getting anxious because it wasn't working. Yeah. And so. Um, so you went from being anxious to being blacked out. Yeah, and I was mad about it. Yeah. Um, apparently. <laughs> I ended mm-hmm. I was delivering pizzas, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was delivering pizzas and I lost the car. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> I was drinking, smoking weed, and Papa Xanax. Yeah, those Xans are rough, dude. Um and I apparently um uh popped like almost a whole month's worth in a day or two. Oh wow. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Um so I somehow I ended up finding the car the next day. It was like two blocks away from my last delivery. They, what what I learned later is they ended up taking me from, uh, somehow I I 
blew a tire, riding on the rim, midnight, really loud. People, I, I didn't hear it because the music was too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I had some good speakers, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't hear the. I mean, I guess it went with the music. I don't know. I must have been listening to Rude or Sandstorm or. Anyway, that was. I love you, San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Did you know San Francisco? They they banned um, short skirts here recently. Why? Because um, all the balls were hanging out <laughs> from underneath them. Oh my god! <laughs> all right. So um, <laughs> anyway, so I ended up uh, finding the car and the rim. Blah blah blah. Um, I woke up with throw up on my shirt the next morning and I was laying on the couch and my soon to be wife was yelling at me. She's like, where the fuck is the car? I said, Hey, whoa, quit yelling at me. She said, I'm not yelling yet. Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it happened to be her car, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Nice. She was, she was really upset about it. Um, I would assume I found it. Um, and I proceeded to continue to, yeah. I, I got anxious. Yeah. So I was popping those pills and then now where'd I, your anxiety come from? Do you think, do you think you really have an anxiety disorder? Mm, I think it has something to do with a spiritual. Yeah. Problem. You had some issues. I, I, I had some, uh, basically I saw my biological father for the very last time that I've seen him. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom had, uh, somehow gotten him to go to court for back child support when I was 20. And uh, the last thing he said to me was, what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, nice guy. Yeah. uh, Today I joke and uh, today I joke. Well, um, and say, you know what? I'm still waiting on that gallon of milk. Yeah. You know, I got to talk to him about shelf life. He was that guy. Yeah. I have to talk. He was a coward. Yeah. I mean, and. and He didn't want to face it. So he just disappeared. And and, well, here's another thing, though, is with my stepmother, um, part of my childhood that we kind of skimped over she almost killed me like my stepmother tried to kill me this is your biological dad's wife yes okay she tried to kill me um like on sex, purpose yeah sexual assault oh towards yeah. me yeah um i mean not sexual abuse but like sexual assault almost like like she when we try one, and stick things in you and no like no that. no she one morning um one morning we, I woke up, well, she woke me up by banging my head on the uh, back of my bed. Um, and I went to go brush my teeth and she sat down, she wiped herself and realized she was on her period. She stuck that napkin in my face and said, I hope this happens to you one day. Yeah. She hoped your vagina bled. Yeah, she got my vagina bled. And then, oh, yeah. and then the vampire came in there and tried to eat it. The vampire. Wait, what? Oh, oh dude, right. I thought this, 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 this is, was going to get real weird. <laughs> vampire Diaries. So, yeah, there was some fucked up shit. There. Yeah, like, that's, I mean, that's, she tried to push me out of a moving car. She uh, made me write. Uh, back in the 90s, they had that scandalous uh, deal where this kid tried to divorce his parents. Yeah, I remember that. Well, she had me write a letter to my mother asking to divorce her. Like. That kind of bullshit. Oh, she was like a mental terrorist. Oh, fucking horrible person. For what reason? Just because you're annoying? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, first of all. I'm assuming. No, no, um, basically because I was alive. I mean. uh, So you were a burden. I was a burden. Were they they using? Um, No. 
They were my just dad, crazy. My dad was. My dad was smoking weed and drinking, but she didn't like anybody else to have affection from him. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, that makes uh, sense. To the point, to I found out later on that he was supposed to kill me and my mom. Like, that kind of crazy. Like, she, she was all told like, him. You don't come home until you kill them. Wow. Yeah, like that kind of shit. He made the right choice. Good thing. Yeah, that's why he ended up leaving. So he saved. He is essentially wasn't really a coward, but he was a coward. If that nah, makes any sense, um, he, he wasn't going to take responsibility for you, but he wasn't going to wipe you off the, the earth either. Yeah, exactly. So um, sounds like he needed an excuse to get away from this crazy bitch anyway. Well, he ended up he ended up uh, going to uh, Rio Doso. Um, so anywho, so dealing with that. Um, and unresolved grief with that unresolved, um, just alcoholism, yeah. drug addiction, yeah, like flat out, uh, the progression of the illness. Um, uh, so it, it started manifesting in different ways. Like the, I got diagnosed with uh, general anxiety disorder. So basically they don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. They're just going to throw me some pills. See, and that's, there's a lot of movies. There's a lot of studies coming out. There's a lot of, fucking congressional inquiries purdue pharma was just in that big lawsuit about oxycontin mm-hmm. yeah but one of the things they don't understand about people in active addiction is they go in for one thing we never tell them the fucking truth yeah we don't go to our doctor and say hey i'm a drug addict and i don't know why i feel this way we just say hey i fucking I'm- blah, blah 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 and they're like well here take these and it tends to compound the shit, like especially mm-hmm. with the Xanax, the Adderall, the oh yeah, fucking. Pain well, I haven't pills. even gotten to the Adderall stories yet. Yeah, but anyway, so long story short, um, she said, you know, unless if you get sober, I'm not going to uh, marry you. All right, bet. So I go to a program uh, for 30 days. Um, I celebrate 30 days, and then we get married. Uh. My mom ends up, my mom, we, we lied to my mom and everybody. We're getting married early because she has dental <laughs> and I needed a tooth fixed. And so oh, wow. we were planning on having a, a, a wedding later on and where we're just going to renew our vows gotcha. and get the presents. But as for right now, now as of right now, we on paper, she we're was going to put married. her wife on her dental insurance. She's going to put me. Wait, oh. Yeah. Oh, I see yeah. what you did. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got you. I yeah. got you. That, that would have been a dream come the, true back the, in the day. Some chick with her shit together. Oh, funny thing about took it. Took me getting I, sober to get one of those. My tooth is still fucked up. You never got a fix? No, I never got a fix. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Um. So. Uh, How long did that marriage last? Not very long. Um. I. We ended up going to see her um, mother in. December of 2009. Uh-huh. Yeah, December 2009, we went to go see her mother, and uh, her mother's a hypochondriac. And so that's... All right, I just dropped a hypochondriac. Anybody listening that's a drug addict knows that that means candy. There's yeah. lots of candy. And you got to look for the... Uh, not warning labels, they're advertisements on there. May cause drowsiness? Got it. Yeah. And so I'm over here... Do not mix with alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a PDR prescription drug reference book. Oh yeah. And I was able, Oh no, this is before Google y'all. This is before, you know, those things were like gold back in the day when you were looking for 
No, yeah. I, I almost, I, I saved my own life. <laughs> so I'm like mixing this shit out and then I get sick. I get so fucking sick. I'm like hot and cold, hot yeah. and cold. I, I pushed the wrong button. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. And so, um, and I'm on when you should have zagged. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so, and I, on the, I'm also prescribed like 80 milligrams of Xanax plus a milligram of, uh, Ad- or no, not 80 milligrams of Xanax. I was God about damn. to say, holy shit. Are you an <laughs> elephant? No, 80. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't see him, but he is 686 pounds. So no, 80 milligrams of Adderall. A day. Okay. Okay. And then, and then uh, one, one milligram, milligram of Xanax, of Xanax a okay. day. And on top of that, I was smoking weed, drinking. And, oh, and then to help with the uh, leg problems, I was prescribed Lyrica. Lyrica is a nerve stuff. No, for, no yeah. Yeah, for um, supposed to help with um, nerve damage and all that stuff. And so pretty much you were you were prescribed with a I bunch was, of drugs to treat symptoms caused by using drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to make sure yeah. you get that straight. And... Um, so I end up, I'm on like fuck six different chemicals this yeah. night, and I go and I'm I get behind the wheel. Um, I just 13 days prior, I had gotten off of probation for a DWI, like I Holy successfully shit. completed. So and you didn't you didn't mention this? Yeah, I end up just getting, a simple DWI. Oh, you got pulled did, over drunk? No, no, not simple. It's never simple with us. Yeah, that's true. So I I. There I was, <laughs> fist deep in a hooker, driving 85 down I-20. That sounds like I, a Bloodhound Gang song. And then I saw them red and blues. <laughs> um, and the lap dances so, so much better when the stripper's crying. Shout yeah. out, Bloodhound Gang. Don't huh. demonetize me. I don't own yeah. the rights to that song. Yeah. So uh, basically, the DWI I got from a free concert. I mean... Um, it, it that free concert and didn't it co- turned out. No, it was like ten thousand yeah, dollar concert, expensive concert, and that's not even the cheapest concert I've ever been to. Really, the the most expensive concert I ever went to was like two hundred thousand dollars. For how that worked? Um, airlifted from the side oh, of the nice. road. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. In sobriety. Nice. Yeah. So, um, basically, uh, the DWI. I never been to jail before, and. I looked at my I looked at my deal, um, my my ticket, and mm-hmm. they basically said that I was um, switching lanes without looking or without the signaling and riding in the emergency lane. So really, you were just swerving all over. No, the basically, place. I just oh, you fell just out. cut across traffic. Oh, yeah, really? I, fell, I was I was black the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to be following my friend um, from uh, Dos Dos Amigos. Oh, dude. From I was supposed to be on 191. I get arrested on Highway 80. Oh, so you just kept going straight up Golder or something? And I don't just know. Kept going. I don't yeah. know, but I ended up. I thank God I made it to Midland County because I heard Hector County sucks. It is. It is way no worse. Fun. I've spent more time in their holding cell than I have in their general population. Ooh. I mean, not literally, but yeah. dude, you stay there it, so it, long. It stinks and it's cold. It's and, awful. Yeah. Anyway, so. I, I wake up, I wake up and I'm like, concrete, 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 little window. Fuck. I'm in jail. I know this place. No, I've never <laughs> been. Oh, it's your that first time. That was my time. very first time I've ever been to jail. 
So I end up getting DWI school, blah, blah, blah. They, they slap on the wrist. Yeah, you just stay the night. They, yeah, they yeah, bond was, you out. No big deal. Yeah, I was What is scared, it, a class though. B the first time? I don't know, but I, I was scared. I think it's a class B misdemeanor. I, I was scared. Yeah. Like yeah. It, um, but the whole time, I was, uh, she had so many people on her caseload. She never drug tested me, never UA'd yeah. me. We all came in as a group. Right. It was. Right. And. I stayed loaded the whole time. Yeah. Like should not have gotten off. Of t- <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so I'm on six different chemicals in the end of December of 2009. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I went to go drink my wife's beer and she's like, no, that I'm saving that. And that, what saving? Why do you save beer? Do you save alcohol. That makes no sense. We'll just go get some more tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway, it's there. We have to drink it. That's yeah. the rules. And so I go get two forties from the store, uh-huh. chug one from the car to the front of the house. Yeah. Because I'm not going to drink it before I get behind the wheel because God knows I don't need to do no, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, somewhere in between the second one, um, she decides to, uh, run out of the back of the house and, like I'm scary at this point, I yeah. guess. And uh, she said, um, so I get in my company truck. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I get in my company truck and I'm driving past and I'm driving. And one of the, uh, one, there's a club, um, there's a club on the corner um, over there and they actually saved her life. It's one of the recovery clubs. Yeah. And it actually saved her life because they had like these little metal bars for parking. Um and I'm like, why the fuck do these people have metal bars right here? For people like you, Yeah, Garrett. and I was just about to run her over, and I couldn't. And yeah. so I said, get back in the truck or else I'm going to run you over. Well, she wasn't ever, ever in the truck to begin with. Yeah. So, anywho, she, um, she, she got away, and then I found out where she was. And I drove around that house, and I saw two dudes and her and her friend, I guess, whatever, they're doing yeah, um yeah and those two dudes would come up to the truck and as soon as they started getting anywhere close to the truck i'd take off yeah i i i know better than that yeah i i know i'm uh I can't take them no <laughs> this is a setup yeah so uh anyway i ended up getting pulled over on the way back home and uh he let me go oh, like okay, just get cool. home safe cool yeah. I get, I'm laying down, I'm texting her, telling her I'm going to kill the dog and the cat if she yeah. doesn't come home. Yeah, you're a real emotionally stable guy. Oh, or, yeah. yeah. You seem like um, a great husband. Well, she ends up, <laughs> she ends up coming home, not coming home. Yeah. Um, And the cops come over. Oh, that's yeah. nice of them. Say hi. Yeah, they're just checking in. Yeah, just making sure you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and for some reason I thought we were going to make things up this is i gotta add this in just for humor yeah. um so i had she gave me these boxers that had little jingles little bells on the oh, bottom nice. of them was it christmas time yeah, yeah it was nice. right end of december oh, come nice, on nice. listen to my fucking story I, god I, damn it i didn't hear that part <laughs> you didn't listen to me just like my dad <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so i gotta go get some milk i'll see you in a minute Low so blood. um so um so i i go I get arrested in my Jingle Bell underwear. That's all you were wearing? That's all I was wearing. That's hot. And, but I didn't. I bet your mug shots were fire. Oh, my God. I, I, I still can't. Fire. Can. So, 
I end up, uh, I'm telling them, I'm like, I got to piss. They're like, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah, I got to pee. Like, I'm at the station chained up to like two or three other guys yeah. getting fingerprinted. Da, 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 da. I said, like, I got to piss. They're like, no, you don't. I said, like, yeah, I do. So I just pissed myself yeah. right there. Yeah. Boom. Puddle, everything. How'd the guys around you feel about it? Oh, they were mad. Yeah. They were mad. And if it wasn't for a friend of mine working there, I would probably would have got my ass kicked by some yeah. Midland Police Department. Yeah. Shout out to MPD. MPD. Killed my brother. Killing anyway. his brother. Did they really? <laughs> one of the... Holy shit. One of the fucking... Um, one of the... Uh, uh, one of the COs, uh, correctional officers, for Midland Police Department was... Was one of my brother's murderers. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Was he locked up? No. No, it was free world. It was. Wow. Yeah. That's when you know you've been to jail quite a few times when you say free world. <laughs> it was free world. Free world charge. Free world food. Can't yeah. wait to get free out. Free world get farts. Get some, yeah, dude. Dude, those are totally different. Dude. Free world fart. And For a, real. And a, oh, God damn. I just let one out. Dude. Sorry. Dude, nice. God damn. Dude, I can hear that. It smells so bad. Sorry, I get nervous. Um, no, I ate Take some, a Xanax. Oh, I ate some pizza today, and I don't. I eat pretty clean, and so yeah. that fucked my stomach all up. Anyway, so so I try to run her over and go to jail. Well, I end up getting out a month later on on uh, house arrest. What was your arrest. charge? Aggravated uh, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon yeah, and yeah. terroristic threat. So they they hit the, you with it. The terroristic threat was because I was texting about the cats and the dogs. Oh, nice. That's why I added that in. There. Nice foreshadow. Nice. Oh, foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, foreskin. Anyway, so foreskinning. So there's that. Um. Uh. Yeah. And then um, that's not even enough to get me sober. You know. Um. I go back to mom's house um, for time number three or four. I don't know. Um, So far, she's accepting you back in. No, yeah. Because consequences aren't my fault at this point. You know, this one. So you still give her a good explanation, a good story. This is what happened. Um, It's not my fault. It was her fault. This bitch. Actually, you know what's fucking crazy about this whole situation is my stepdad, the guy I called dad today. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he told my mom like two weeks prior to this, he says, you push a nice guy like Garrett only so far and he's going to snap. Yeah. You're that kid that runs up in a school and shoots all his friends again. Not I'm me. Just, I'm just saying I did stab a kid in kindergarten. I mean, come on. Kindergarten. Foreshadow. If it, <laughs> if it, if it had been 2018 when you did that, you got damn right, dude, you would be in <laughs> fucking prison. Yeah, or they, no, I would have killed myself. National news. Well, yeah, after you killed six of your friends at the local six. elementary school. That's low numbers. You need to pump those numbers Gang, up. Gotta, those are rookie numbers. <laughs> pump those numbers up. Fuck, dude. Like, I, yeah, so, um, uh, you know, um, this is probably why I'm single because, fuck, I'm fucked off in the head. So, uh, so what, what you would call it? Any mentally unstable women? Y'all, y'all, my phone number is four. No, I'm just Ladies, uh, if you're looking for a crazy, emotionally unavailable gentleman with a medium-sized penis, shoot an email to real life recovery studio <laughs> at gmail.com, and I will give it to the one and only Garrett. 
No fat broads. No fat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel bad even saying that. Oh, I'm just kidding. It's hey, cheaper by the pound. Hey, girls, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just kidding. Garrett would love to have a girl with some meat on her bones at this point. <laughs> He's saying no. But, but his, his body, body. His, his body. <laughs> tell me yes. <laughs> All right, carry on. All right, so man, I know this is kind of slow and shit. Like, I end up getting, I end up going to treatment. My my, uh, I get on probation. Um, my probation officer tells me, hey, you're, you know, after a year of being on probation, living at mom's house, yeah. milking it for as much as I fucking can. Um, he says, he says the magical words. He says, you're becoming worse than your biological father. Oh, tears gigs up. Yeah. Like done. Oh, wow. Fuck gigs up, dude. Moment of clarity type shit. Yeah. It was like, like, whoa, somebody that didn't have to care cared. Yeah. And so, wow. Okay. So I end up, um, Some more mental twist. Uh, Peculiar mental twist. So um, I had plans. I had plans doing some cocaine. At this point in time, I'm doing cocaine, um, Lord Tabs, alcohol, marijuana, on a regular, like regular basis. This is that was my four drugs of choice at that point in time. I'm a poly substance abuser. If yeah. it's a drug, I'll poly, su- I'll poly use, poly <laughs> abuse it. So uh, that, that's a smooth little line. If it would have come out right, I like yeah, that. I and I'm going to steal uh, it. I'm a poly substance abuser. If it's a drug, I'll poly abuse it. I like that. I like yeah. that. So anyway, that's so a, that's a beautiful thing about recovery. There is not one saying that's original, but no. if it's new to somebody, it sounds really good and it makes you look smart and witty. I feel like it, I made it up, but somebody probably did before me. Dude, there's not a fucking uh, thing I say that's an original thought. Except for your name. My name. My name. Unless you're from England, you don't share a name with me. Mm, fair it's enough. a very British name. Yeah, you're British. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking son of a Brit. Um, so rehab. Went to rehab. Oh, um, I had to call around. I didn't know anything about rehab. So you were in this area. Yeah. Okay. I, I had no idea, and I called one of the places here in Odessa. Yeah. Um, Turning point. I I didn't know if we could use their name. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a for profit business. All right. So it's like saying Walmart. I I call Turning Point. Plus, if and anyone like, out there does want to get sober, I like to have the oh, names yeah. of treatment okay, centers. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So I call Turning Point, and they're like, oh, oh. and I, I already been to the mental hospitals a couple times, so I know how this rodeo works enough. So if I say I want help, they're going to fucking bring it to me. Right. Like, I know that it's going to happen. Yeah. But I, I wanted it on my time. I had plans. I had four days to get out of this apartment. I want to get high. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. My girlfriend at the time was a bigger girl uh, from Van Horn. See, he does like bigger girls, lady. Uh, and she was in, in, in town on Monday. And so I wanted to spend some time with her, you know, kind of do it upright. Yeah. 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 Um, get get my really st- high. Yeah. Bust like, a couple nuts and then go to rehab. Exactly. Gotcha. I literally busted a nut. Like I had, I ended up having to get, um, uh, a sonogram on my nut. Are you a uniball? No, no, oh, okay. I, I have both of them, but, 
Um, one's just a little. One's it concussed. Some, yeah, it's concussed. <laughs> one's a little. One concussed. of the ladies. One of the ladies had to uh, use. Uh, like that's part of my story is whenever I went into rehab, um, I went in there for drug addiction and my ball was hurt. Was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that was like something they were treating you for, also. Yeah, um, because uh, I I tag like I had my cell phone and my I was a waiter. Mm-hmm. And I had my cell phone in my front pouch, and I was running, and I pow, tagged it real hard, mm-hmm. and it was hurting. And so, basically, a fine uh, medical lady mm-hmm. was playing with my nut. Shout out to all the first responders out there. Yep. Keep it up. Yep. And uh, thank y'all for playing with my nut. <laughs> it was beautiful. I hadn't, I hadn't manscaped in a long time, and I felt bad for full her. bush. Yeah, full, full bush. Nineteen seventies baby. Dude. So, uh, she had to dig for the pee pee. So I decided, yeah. <laughs> What's that Chinese guy's name on, uh, the hangover? Mr. Fat. Yeah. Or Mr. Chow. Mr. Chow. That big. Yeah. That big. I'm hung like him. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, the difference between you and him is he's got a hundred million dollars. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> Don't do it yet. <laughs> Wait till after the podcast. All right. Fair enough. Um, so I'm going to kill myself, unlike some people. Uh, that's foreshadowing but it's all right so i ended up getting sober um but i didn't i knew they they were gonna want my help i knew they were gonna help me out i couldn't say i couldn't say it was for a friend because they would see through that bullshit yeah yeah so i said it's for my brother right right (laughs) i called him up i was like hey my brother needs rehab oh it's gonna be and you were on xanax too so you're like no 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 i was done with that okay for that for for then, yeah, yeah, for that yeah. moment. Um, so I ended up going ahead, and um, I said my brother needs rehab, and they're like, "Oh, um, it's gonna be two weeks." I said he could fucking die by then. Hung up the phone. Yeah. And then I called Springboard in in Midland. Yeah. And they're like, he needs insurance, and I'm thinking to myself, what self-respecting drug addict has fucking insurance like that's a wild situation i remember before i finally went to turning point dude i mm-hmm. i had had those times where like late night on tv there would be those shows that you know yeah. come on you have a problem with drug you need help come you on. play with your nipple call this number and you call and like one of the first things they were at, they would ask you is what kind of insurance do you have and it's like huh what self-respecting drug addict has insurance like dude if i have insurance if i had insurance i would find a way to sell it to someone else to get more dope yeah. or i would have good dope yeah like i it's quality control dope that's true quality, quality control. control yeah that, the united states government yeah thank you blue cross blue shield shout nice. out nice so nice. <laughs> it's all that's why i liked alcohol because i knew what i was going to get yeah. it, it, quality control 100 proof I know I'm going to go there. Never let you down. I knew it would get me to that dark place. You could do some really bunk coke. You just never know what you're getting into. Yeah. But you take about four or five shots of fucking Jack Daniels, you know where you're going to end up. Yeah, in the toilet. Yeah. When I was 16, I ended up doing like, I don't know, a lot of triple shots of Jack. Yeah. yeah. And um, smoking a blunt with... Uh um, it was laced with uh, embalming fluid. Oh, yeah. Dude. It was wet. You know, one yeah. of those wet. Yeah. God. Oh, yeah, it. I know. Talk about. I don't think kids do that anymore. 
I think that was pussies. our generation. We fucked up a lot of shit. Like we like would the triple we, C's, dude. Triple C's. Oh, I would spend like eight hours, like just zoning dude, out. Those like, triple C's were no joke. We used to seal blunts with the fucking promethazine coating cough syrup. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know oh, if it I would did bake, anything. But well, we did one time. These kids got like I say, these kids they're the same age as me. Yeah. We uh, somehow got a hold of a bunch of money and we we did it upright, and we got like uh, three blunts. Rolled them. Yes, I think every stoner has that yeah. that story where yeah, and we put we put honey on it and then put it in we the used oven. honey also. We didn't bake it. We put it in the That's oven. That's a good idea. Yeah, and then we had three bongs passed around, like huh. yeah, dude, I was so fucking stoned, and I had then I had to go get my sister from First Baptist Church. She oh was nice, <laughs> I'm so like the stonedest I've ever been. Oh nice, and I'm like. Paranoid as fuck. Yeah. Just looking around and like, and and so I end up going home and I like write a poem about it. Like they're coming to get me. Da, 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 ha, ha, ha. Oh, you were the creative stoner. Yeah, I I did shit like that. Did you write songs for girls that didn't really know who you were? I wrote poems for girls and nice. didn't tell them. Did they ever work? I, you I never, never told them. them. I was too ashamed. I was I was that kid that would do it. But was too ashamed. No, that's a lie. I would, I, I would tell him, but then I'd be like, "It's not for you." When you saw the look on their face, where they kind of oh, did that little half centimeter pullback of their neck, and you're like, "Oh no, not you!" I was Psh, for some reason I was always I fuck you. I was always bitch. friend zoned. Like I was the nice guy. Yeah. That was my that was my mo though. I liked being the nice guy because I wasn't that dickhead. Yeah, but then. Somewhere in the process of drugs and alcohol, and I, 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 I still am the nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I ended up um, going to rehab. And mind you, this whole time, I might have did methamphetamines um, like ten times. Yeah. Like I accidentally did meth for the first time. Me too. I think that's a lot of people's stories. Someone uh, told me it was coke. No, I didn't ask what it was. I was I was remodeling Circuit Cities. Um, nice shows my age there. Circuit City is yeah. known for its good meth. Yeah, well, we're remodeling Circuit Cities, and we were in like West Virginia, oh, and God, and um, this guy he I was I was um, smoking weed and drinking. Yeah, you see a pattern here, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I believe so. <laughs> I believe so. Um, and this guy's like, "Hey, man, you want to party?" And he had we're on we're now, mind you, this is before the flat screen TVs really took a hold. They had those cathode ray tube TVs. Oh Jesus! Big TVs. Yeah, yeah, heavy fuckers. And that's when you could still do cocaine on the back of the TV. You know? Oh my God! Yeah. Well, he's like, "Hey, man, you want to party?" Well, my party is cocaine. Right. His party is methamphetamine. And he had a line laid out. He, and had, he, just two, smashed it. he had two skimp ass lines. Yeah. And so I was like, put them into one big old fucking rail. I'm like, I was like, <coughs> the burn. The f- I was like, what the fuck is that Coke cut with? He's not like, that ain't Coke buddy. That's crack, a uh, bathtub crank. I'm like, buckle up motherfucker. <laughs> it's going to be a rough 72 hours. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, um, I ended up, uh, I ended up, um, the next day I was fucking useless at work, yeah. more useless than normal. Yeah. And so, um, I was trying to get some, I was trying to get some legs and uh, some feet and some legs on the, uh, 
into the shelving units and all this. And I'm like, I end up losing my grip and pile. I have like, I busted my cartilage. He was concussed. Yes. I, I busted my cartilage. Oh, is that what happened to your ear? Mm-hmm. That's why you have baby ears? Mm-hmm. No, I have baby ears because uh, my mom fucked a dwarf. No, I don't know. <laughs> this no, is this no, is not a my, video podcast, but my, Garrett's got very small ears. So my first wife, um, we were getting stoned one time, and she was like just staring at me. And I was like, what's what's up? She's like, how did you get those small ears on the big-ass head of yours? <laughs> did you always notice or did someone have to point it that out? That was the first yeah. time I ever knew. And then all of a sudden you have a fucking... Complex about yeah, it. Yeah. So, don't look at my ears. Then all of a sudden uh, my boss is standing over me. He said, you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, nope, I'm good. Yeah, they will I knew test that, my blood. I, I knew the answer to that. And yeah. so I only did methamphetamines like 10 times because it was so strong back right, in the day. Right. Back in the day it was stupid strong dude it was made out of drano and dragon's blood and so and the tears of orphans tears of orphans yeah i like that part it gave it a good flavor yeah yeah i mean only the red the the red phosphorus had the tears of red phosphorus we talked about that last night with russell (sighs) oh russell dude her name was Russell. Her name was Russell. <laughs> a lap dance, dance is so much better when the stripper's crying. <laughs> I don't know the right stuff. Every, every, every time I hear the name Russell. Her the, name was Russell. Every time. So anyway, so I ended up going and um, I don't know which story I'm going on. Um, so I go to rehab. Uh, oh, uh, back to the rehab story. So I, I'm calling and nowhere can take my quote brother in. Right. Well, for some reason at like 11 o'clock on Saturday night, I decided to call springboard one more time. Yeah. And they said, Hey, just go through the ER and say you have a drug and alcohol problem and we'll see if we can't get you. Oh, that's what I did. I'm at the memorial. I'm over here like, wait, wait, wait. It's that fucking easy. Yeah, it was for me. I went that. <clears throat> I went in, and within three hours, well, I was in treatment. I was planning on going uh, that Monday. Um, that Monday, I ended up going. I was planning on going at noon, but I, it took me to like nine p.m. Yeah. yeah. Um, then they played with my nut. Nice. And then I went. His nut was concussed. <laughs> and so I went, and I. Uh, the funny thing about it is, I at the hospital, I didn't test positive for um, cocaine. Wait, what? I didn't have any cocaine in my system. Huh? Bunk ass cocaine, dude. You fucking motherfuckers in Midland, get your shit together. Damn right, dude. But uh, at, um, so I I was rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence. <laughs> <laughs> nice that was quick yeah uh did some steps i did you know i i so in I this was to, a, so you did go to springboard yeah i did go to springboard and, and springboard's I went to, a very 12 step base oh yeah but i did you know what i went to a, a meeting there and um it was birthday night they're celebrating links of uh links of sobriety and right they're, they're like um who wants to go first well this lady and mind you i'm in rehab right now right and and just real quick to clarify, what was the date you went to treatment? I went to treatment the twenty eighth of February of two thousand eleven, which is not your current no, sobriety. No, I well it was okay. so I was three one. Mine for the longest time was three one eleven. Okay. Um, so I ended up going in there, and um, 
they took us to this birthday night deal. <clears throat> it was like a Thursday night or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and this guy, this guy who's now uh, in recovery again, he had like nine months, scrangly. Mm-hmm. I, I want to d- describe him a little bit. He has, yeah. you know, red hair, tats all over him. Real, he knows. He knows. I, I, I mean this out of love. But if I looked at him and I was like, damn, if he could get nine months, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, could yeah, get yeah. nine months. Yeah. Um, and um, and then this lady gets up. They're like, who wants to go first? This lady gets up. She's like, fuck sobriety. I fucking tried. You know, fucking, fucking, fuck this place. Fuck that place. Fuck the steps. Fuck. The, and about the third fuck, they realized this was not scripted. Like, she's drunk. Yeah. Behind the fucking mic. Yeah. Drunk, high, something. And decided to come to birthday yeah. night and tell yeah. everyone about it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And so I'm like. And I look over at the guy that's um, leading us around uh, herding cats yeah, at Springboard, yeah, yeah. and he's like, this isn't how it's normally supposed yeah, to be. I'm yeah. like, this is great. Dude, I'm in. I'm dude, in. If this happens every time. I won't miss one. I, I'm, I'm fucking in. Dude. And so I ended up, so I go to Springboard, and I, I you know, a, a, a couple of things happened in there. I'm able to, uh, my grandmother had passed away. So my grandmother, she was the type of gangster that also, um, I, I called her from jail from trying to run over my wife. Yeah. And yeah, she's all like, she's all like, as you do, if that, I don't want that bitch in my house ever again. Like she knew that wasn't me. Yeah. She knew that that wasn't me. And I, I knew that wasn't me. Yeah. Um, but, um, so I go and I write a letter. I'm able to read it to her at her, um, graveyard in the graveyard. And right. a really fucking cool experience. Um, I go check into my probation office. Um, I see one of my old cocaine connects and he's like, I was like, dude, I'm in rehab. I'm doing better. You know, you have that glow about you. Like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. you want he's me like, to front you a 20? Dude. He's like, call me when you get out. Dude. I'm like, dude, what the, f- I saw my heroin dealer when I was in turning point, they took us bowling <laughs> and I see him and he walks by and gives me the little head up. And I burned this dude for like 200 bucks right before I went to treatment. So I was like, fuck. So he goes in the bathroom and I follow him in there and he was like, what are you, where you been? And I was like, dude, I'm in fucking rehab. And he was like, you need me to slip you something? I got, I got a gram in the car. I can, Holy I can slip you that in a rig. And I was like, I'm in treatment, motherfucker. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was uh, my first little. I hope he overdoses. No, I'm just he, <laughs> oh. he did. Oh, he's dead. Oh, wow. No, God doing for me, right? <laughs> God damn it. He, yeah, he actually he actually died before I got out. I mean, he was not a good guy. No. I mean, I'm sure if he got sober, he would have been a great human being, but. We're never good. So now at this point. I end up getting sober, doing the sober thing. I get, I get into, I was about a year sober, and then she came along. Oh, her. She came along. God put her in my life. Well, another girl came in my life about seven, eight months um, she was just a placeholder for the one. Oh yeah, like this this girl is short little redhead girl, freaking. Yeah. Um, I played Captain Save a Ho. She nice. went. She went down to I Curv- can save her. Yeah, she went down to Kerrville, and um, I hear there's good oh, recovery down there. By the way, here comes the. Uh, I I make I make 
amends with my father and or my biological not my biological father but my the the guy I called dad. So you're working a strong program. Yeah. At it. Um, Were really you quick. a year sober? Not even no, not even a year sober. Okay. I, I make an amends um and I and I and I'm able to buy my dad's old work tr- work van from him and it's one of those C90 uh G G90 work bands with rape van. Well, if it wasn't for date rape, I would never get laid. If it wasn't for date rape, I'd never get laid. Shout out to Sublime. Sublime, my favorite band ever. You're a heroin addict, duh. I smoked a lot of weed too. But I'm just saying, like her- even before I did heroin. But yeah, dude, any any either band no- whose lead singer died of a heroin yeah, overdose, either Nirvana, uh, Alice in Chains. I wasn't a shotgun in the mouth addict. I don't think he did it. I think Courtney I think Love. no, Courtney Love's girlfriend did it. Who the fuck was Courtney Love's girlfriend? I don't know, but she mysteriously died the same way a year later. Dun dun. What dun. by shooting herself in the face? I guess. I don't know. Hey, anyway. Shout out Courtney. I wonder if she's sober. Probably not. No. So Bitch. Back to me, goddamn. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um so yeah. I I I I don't li- by this time I'm not listening to very many people already. I'm not listening to my, my So you were that guy advisor. who yeah, came in, you figured out how it works, so now I'm gonna take control and slowly, I know what I'm doing. Slowly. Slowly. Right. Like, but, very incrementally. But that was what you did. Yeah, very slowly. Right. Um, so the turn my will in my life to yeah, God came that. back to nah, I know what God wants me to do. I'm gonna handle Basically, it. Basically. I got and, a big guy. And Just, I'll ask your opinion and if I like it, I'll take it. Yeah. And so, build with me and do with me as you will, as long as I'm cool with it. Exactly. Yeah. If I get uncomfortable, ain't doing I'm it. Out. Yeah. But for some reason, I stayed sober long enough to really fuck some shit up later. <laughs> like, real bad. I end up uh, getting drug and alcohol counselor license. I get married. Uh, so the girl, uh, the girl that I was dating for a little while saved her. Um, she ended up dying. Later. So you didn't save her. No, I ended up like causing more damage to her. Was it uh <clears throat> she drug drunk, and alcohol related? Yeah, she drank herself to death. She had a lap band surgery, and so you get fucked up quick. Like it. Oh. Yeah. So she kept living that life even mm-hmm. after major surgery. Yeah, and then she had a few months, and then she relapsed. And my sponsor told me, "You don't take her back." Well, I took her back and then proposed, you know? Yeah, of like, course. Like you do. Yeah. And so, but then I finally let her. her go. I finally let her go because I was tempted to drink and I was like, oh, wait, this is too much. So she was out there. Dude, I've never and you seen still any... trying to make it work. Oh, yeah. I've never yeah. seen anybody drink as much vodka as she did. Yeah. I, I'm to this day. Yeah. Um, but, um, well, I prayed. Funny thing about it is I prayed. I was like, all right, God. I, kn- I thought I knew what she needed is a better relationship with her parents. And so I prayed for that. Well, she ended up moving in with her parents. Lost her. Yeah. So, um, and then she would call me drunk from hotels. And then we'd, like, we would fuck. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And then I'd feel bad and leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, you're horrible. a good guy. Yeah. How sober were you? Uh-huh. I was about nine months. Oh, nice. Ten months a year. Ten and months then a um year. a little bit over that. Um, fun time. Fun time. I was uh I saw this chick, she came in, I was like, fuck. And so I was like, I'm staying away from her. She doesn't have very long. I got over a year, da da yeah. da. 
Because for those of you who don't know, that's typically, it's not officially a rule, but it's very frowned upon to where they have terminology for it. What's the terminology for 13 it? 13th step. 13th stepping. The, the, the step step one and step 12. Uh, my life is unmanageable and I want to share it with you. Which is genius. Yeah. So um, she came along. Yeah. Uh, she came along and I was like, ooh. Um, she no. looks so gorgeous with those bloodshot eyes and pinpoint pupils. No, she just smoked weed and drank. Oh, she was sober? No, well, she's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was an A sober. So she was, oh. <laughs> oh, Shout out an A. Um, Shout out an A. So basically, she she came in and I was like, I I ended up marrying my 13th step. Yeah. Happily ever after. <clears throat> no. Um, one of the car wrecks that I had, um, she was ejected from it. We went to a concert. Yeah. And we're coming back. I was like 18 months sober, so that means she was like six months <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you know, um, and we came back. I fell asleep at the wheel. Uh, end over end car. Totally accident. sober. <clears throat> totally 100% so yeah so no this was drugs, just a no regular auto. car just accident falling asleep at yeah, the wheel yeah. just bam and and um she gets airlifted um that bill was like two hundred thousand dollars so that is the most expensive yeah that was the most expensive who freaking, was the concert uh blue october well, not bad i mean could have been worse yeah the fir- the the dwi concert was uh the toadies didn't even make it to see the toadies. Like I just, I, was, I just saw the toadies like, with I, Cody. Me I, and Cody went and saw the toadies probably nine, ten months ago, a year I was ago. About, I was about to say with COVID and everything. Yeah. So, oh, it might have been right before. COVID. I was about to say because. Oh wait, they're following. That was more than a enough. year ago. Only their following is not big enough anymore. That, that you, it was COVID, pretty. It was a good show. COVID wouldn't put a damper. Nah, COVID's not going to go to a toadies concert. No. Uh, Blue October is the one where he's got that song "Hate Me" right yeah. about heroin addiction or yeah, whatever. He, yeah, he. I actually got to see him later on. Is he still sober? <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. He's doing great. Yeah, because he's one of those. He's that, also bipolar. Oh wow. And so he's got comorbid or co now it's coexisting diseases. So I end up getting. I, I can't I, keep up with this changing terminology. I, I know stigma, stigma. Ouch, my feelings. No. <laughs> stigma balls in your mouth. <gasps> I like it. I want to use it. Um, Stigma balls in your mouth. So, um, well, today I work at a place called Thriving United. Nice. Yeah, thrivingunited.org. Gotcha. Yeah, Midland, Texas. Check it out. So we we don't like stigma. We don't like stigma. You don't like stigma balls in your mouth? Well, that's that's besides the point. (laughs) Anywho, so I end up... Yeah, go ahead. I end up getting um I end up getting married and all that fun stuff is beautiful until it wasn't. Yeah. And so um so we end up uh sh- my little brother was murdered over $10,000. Um yeah. uh horrible murder and then my my wife had a hysterectomy and my at this point at this point I'm not working a program. I'm not doing anything yeah. to maintain my sobriety. I'm just barely hanging on. White knuckling. Oh yeah. As we would say. Yeah. And so, um, 
And at this point, my 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 pain is worse than anybody else's pain. Oh, of course, my pain is more important than your pain. Selfishness and self centeredness. And I end up um, starting a, um, a photography company called AJ Images. My, yeah. my little brother's nickname was AJ, and so I started a company after that, and sold my first three prints to Springboard. Nice. I was working there as a counselor, and and they were remodeling, and they're like, "Hey, we want to put your stuff." Okay, cool. So I ended Sold. up, yeah. Um, so then my wife had a hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. Well, it was supposed to be a partial, but when they got in there and saw there started hysterectomy, on yeah, the ectomy, ectomy and they yeah. they saw more things needed to be taken out. So and they, they just ripped her guts out, all of it, and she wasn't on any kind of um, uh, medicine. And uh, so, light switch, totally different chick. And just altered her hormones and boom. everything else. Yeah, threw her into fuck, like basically um, the equivalent of um, oh, have you seen that the the music video uh, by Bad Wolf uh, Zombie? Yeah, you know how that chick is like it's yeah. post traumatic yeah, 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 stress yeah. disorder. Yeah. It's like she wants to connect but she can't. Yeah, that's how that's how Nita was. Nice, and then. Um, and then so she got with this guy, same guy that I saw um, uh, whenever I went to that first meeting. Yeah, she got with that guy. Full circle. Full circle jerk. Dude, love it. I wonder if I can hear this on the on the deal. <laughs> Goddamn, Gary. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes. We are not a glum lot. No. Garrett just awesome. shit his pants live on the podcast. Yeah. Check, please. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, that felt so much better. Been holding that in for a hot minute. Anyway. <laughs> um, so <laughs> hey, I'll, let's that see. was good stuff. That was the first one to shit their pants on the podcast. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yes. Dude. Dude. Well, you probably didn't know it, but Holly did. Oh, I believe yeah. it. I believe it. Was it was more like a queef, but that's. <laughs> Shout out to Holly. Love you, Holly. So um, even though like the three midgets that are gonna listen to this, Holly's not one of them. No, no. Um, she might. You never know. I don't know. Um, Holly's very important. I, I would. I'd bang her. You, Holly. <laughs> yeah. Holly. Yeah. I'd bang her. There's a message for you, Holly. <laughs> if you're lonely tonight, if you need someone to talk to, if you like to cuddle, give Garrett a shout. You're welcome. Yeah, spooning leads to forking, motherfucker. Anyway, um, so I end up going to school, getting my, I'm drug and alcohol counselor. Wife takes off to another state with another dude. Right. Um, As they do. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they? And then she ends up coming back um, from California on our two-year wedding anniversary. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are um, still married. Legally. Yeah. She was only gone for a couple months. And if I, here's, a, here's a something about me is if I can understand it. If I can mentally understand it, if I can wrap my brain around it, I, I can empathize with it, then I can logically forgive and logically move on. Like, it's hard to explain, but... So you like, let women walk all over you? Yeah, basically. Okay. Just yeah. want to make sure. Yeah. I'm codependent like a motherfucker. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Working the steps in that Good. area. In Coda? Yeah. Nice. Like literally doing four and five right now nice so um so basically um 
a lot of life happened. Um, my neck, my neck, my was, back, my pussy, and my crack. <laughs> anyway, so um, my my neck was all jacked up, and so I was getting prescribed some uh, low dosage of some pain pills. Right, and not working a program. Not mm-hmm. right, and all the shit. I remember. On I remember one day, one particular day. It's like I can take two of those. Yeah, I, I need it. Why not? I need it. It I hurts. Have a, I have I have a slip disc. My neck on. hurts. Yes, I need it. Dude, the doctor gave them to me. What's the big deal? Yeah. Dude, I'm going to so, two. And then I was buying them off the street. And I'm still a drug and alcohol counselor at this point. So you were in back in I active was back addiction. Yeah, as a drug and alcohol counselor. Because fun fact for those of you who are listening, taking prescription meds is not prescribed. You might as well be on any other drug. Yep. That is a drug addict. So, and I'm in denial. Here's the f- fucking crazy part about it is I'm such in denial. I don't realize I'm in full-fledged relapse. Right. I'm buying them off the street. So you're counseling people with the same problem you are yeah, dealing with it. But the time. I'm, but I'm, I, oh, and I'm prescribed Xanax again at this oh, point. Oh, nice. Yeah. But it's not the Xanax that I knew once upon a time. It's like slow acting. It's like, it's like I take time one release. time release Xanax. Yeah. But if I chew it. Yeah. It's a whole different ball game. It releases it's like, in a it much re- shorter time. And it releases a lot of yeah. it. Um, so. Half a gram turns into, or half a milligram turns into fucking two grams, like real quick. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm doing all that. Um, hell, I, and I've made amends for this. Um, like one of the people, uh, I, I checked in, um, like I was checking bags mm-hmm. over at Turning Point. Right. And, uh, somebody. So you worked at Turning Point? Yeah. Okay. For a little bit. Gotcha. Um, I was a, I worked there on Fridays. No, I was, no, I was a counselor. Oh, uh, you were I getting there your hours. I was, yeah, I was doing it on Fridays. I was, um, subbing for a counselor over there, but I was working in Midland mostly. Oh, gotcha. Um, but, uh, one of the counselors was out on maternity, maternity Perfect. leave. And Perfect. so I went over there on Fridays. Well, I happened to catch somebody trying to slip, slip some Xanax through there and they had two uh, big old bottles of Xanax. I'm thinking to myself, well, fuck. I know I won't get dirty for some Xanax. Because you already take Xanax. Because I already take Xanax. So I took a couple. Mm. I I didn't take them all. Because if I took them all, that's suspect. They'd say something. But they're not going to believe a fucking dope fiend. Oh, three of them's missing. Yeah, right. You fucking took them. Who are you going to believe? The dope fiend or the drug and alcohol counselor? Yeah. And I'm playing this up. I'm playing this up because my ego... My, my, I know something at this point. I know something. Yeah. And for those that don't know, knowing is dangerous. Yes. It, it, for drug addicts and alcoholics, knowing is dangerous. Um, and so we are too stupid. I don't know anything. To know anything. Uh, and you know, Taoism, you don't know anything. Right. And, And I absolutely love Taoism. I love Buddhism. I love all sorts of religions these days. Yeah. I grew up, I'm, I'm in recovery from a, a Baptist upbringing. Nice. Um, I also at one point in time was a Jehovah's witness. Oh, um, that's great. Yeah. I, I was door doing, to door and everything mm-hmm, nice. at all. Um, and that was part of my, part of my relapse. Your, I hated your people. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. I, we hated ourselves too. 
Oh, uh, was it miserable? But, no, it wasn't. Uh, the only reason why it was miserable is because they kind of frowned on AA and NA. And, really? Yeah. Not really frowned on it, but they didn't understand it. Right. And so they didn't want us to be associated with worldly people. Right. They would rather um, just disfellowship you. Exactly. Um, just kick well, you they out would of try, the cult. They try to understand. <laughs> they tried to understand. And, and, um, and My they cousin's gave, a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, yeah. They, they gave... They, um, uh, they gave me op- ample opportunity to stay in the in the flock or right. in the cult. You just you didn't. I methamphetamines ended up becoming more important. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so that becomes your god after. So, a while. my wife, she didn't like this particular woman, and she was a good-looking woman. And I went over there to get some weed one time, and this is I've already gotten fired from my job. Blah blah blah. Um, so your full blown relapse, full blown you know, relapse. It. Fuck I, I, it. Off oh, to the oh. races. I was going to tell you, I was in, I was in turning point. I decided, you know, or I couldn't find any pills, um, for a couple of days. And I was like, oh, man, I feel like I got the flu, you know? Oh fuck. This isn't the flu. This is withdrawal. Dun, dun, dun. Fuck. And then I end up going suicidal. Really? Like. Like yeah, because well yeah, um, you had based your whole persona and your whole yeah. life around recovery and helping and now, people, and look at me, I'm trying to. I get that shit. Yeah, and so to now, the point to where you didn't even realize you were relapsing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And that happens a lot for people in recovery that end up going to and, drug and alcohol yeah. counseling. And so I ended up going to um, Oceans mm-hmm. um, on um, a suicide call. Suicide call. Yeah. Not on re- right. Right. Um, and they put me in the fucking geriatrics unit because they're overran with people. And so they're just shoving bodies. Yeah, places. wherever they could fit them. Um, I'm not giving a shout out to Oceans. I'm sorry if Oceans helped you. Cool. But I've never heard anybody say, oh, I like Oceans. Yeah. Anyway, that's just my two cents yeah. for it. Um, so I ended up going there and I'm like, I'm thinking I'm looking around. I'm like, if I tell that motherfucker this and that motherfucker this, this whole place is going to go down. Right. Like I already have my mental facilities already back. Mm-hmm. Got my judgment back. I got my, I know something back. Um, and so I go back, tell him, tell my job that I only needed it for, you know, it wasn't for opiates or anything like that. It was just, I, I they, they couldn't even give me anything for opiates because my blood pressure was so fucking low. Wow. Yeah. Um, I just sweated out in the geriatrics unit. <laughs> oh, cold turkey. In the geriatrics unit. With old people. Yeah. Oh, God. Old all crazy night. people. Yeah, all night. All fucking night. So, yeah, so it yeah. was lots of fucking Alzheimer's. Yeah, it was fucking. Dementia. Yeah, it was miserable. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I get out, and two days afterwards, I'm smoking weed. Um, smoke weed with my, she's still my wife. Like we go back and forth on this divorce thing. I sit in a divorce in 2016. We become friends again. Yeah. And in 2017, it gets kicked back because we didn't do anything about it. Nice. Um, and so, um, late 2006, 2016, I'm already fired from my job for smoking weed. Now, how long did you have sober before you really started relapsing? Do you even know? Five years. And how long did you carry on the whole game, do you think? Six months, seven, eight, ten months almost. Okay. Yeah. So it was a while that you carried on before oh, yeah. you just said, okay, that's enough. Yeah. 
Which is a long time. Anybody who's an addict miserable. knows what it's like when you start using again. Miserable. So you're still having to go to treatment centers, talk yeah, to people, talk to people, and sit hell, through meetings. I remember whenever I popped that second uh, Lord tab, I was like, I had two Lord tabs, and I'm about to go into this meeting, and it hits me. Yeah. This feels good. Oh, y'all motherfuckers. Let me tell y'all something. I know. I let me. I'm about to blow y'all's wig Dude, back. It feels like a cloud's giving you a hug. Yeah, <laughs> that was my first oxy experience. Just a warm hug. Yeah, you know, felt like my brain, my whole fucking head was on, yeah. attached by a string. It feels like your balls are happy. In your Happiness mouth. and your balls in your mouth until you get dope sick, kids. It's the worst. So Dude. on the way over here, speaking of getting dope sick and all that, on the way over here, I was you thinking, were dope sick on the way over here. No, no, no. I was thinking about shout out to Thriving United. Garrett was dope sick on the way over here. <laughs> I was thinking just about kidding, though, <laughs> thinking about uh, shoving a shard up my ass. I mean, it's just like, hey. Anyway, so is that something you got into? Yeah, that's something I got into. Um, like, all right, so I ended up going back out really bad. December 2016, this good-looking girl, mm-hmm. oh, good-looking girl, always. Um, my wife didn't like her. She uh, ended up having some meth, and I was thinking, oh, I could party on the weekend because yeah. you know, prior to that, it was really fucking strong. Well, yeah. over you know, since I had gotten sober and everything like that, they. Had, pharmaceuticals they can't take food pseudoephedrine right and, right and hydras all the stuff that P2P. made it yeah who uh. peanut butter dope oh. anyway um oh so uh that stuff wasn't available and so they just whatever they do with it now right um uh it, it's like crack 2.0 Nice. It, it really is. It's like it has that addict. If you know anything about addiction and addictionology, is the half life of whatever you whatever you're doing. If it's short enough, it's going to get you addictive. Right. But it can't be too short. It, because it won't get you addictive. It won't. It has to be like in between, in like a four, spot. like a four to eight hour window. Right. Or else it's going to, that's like super addictive stuff is if the half-life is like four to eight hours. Right. Used to the half-life was like 24 to 72. Yeah. But um, methamphetamines um, nowadays, is it's like four to eight hours and that's perfect. Like Xanax, it's so addictive because it came off the sedatives. The sedatives were way like 12, 18 hour right. half-lives. Yeah. Now Xanax has like a little four hours uh-huh. half-life. It's going to be real addictive. Right. Um, and so uh, the only reason why I know all of that is because I had to take all the tests for drug and alcohol counseling. And I loved, I love pharmaceuticals. For yeah. some reason, I love the I chemistry. I like pharmacology in yeah. general. Yeah. yeah. Pharmacology is amazing. It's really cool. One little dial over and you, and you got methamphetamines from, oh, wait. Oops. Uh-oh. Renalin and. Adderall is what? just is just speed and no yeah it even says so and it's D amphetamine. So you're telling me yeah, what? doctors are giving our children meth. Hitler would be proud, dude. <laughs> is that true that Hitler invented? No, he didn't invent it. No, no. What it is is no, that he invented methadone. I don't know about methadone. So it was methadone because during World War Two. 
because of all the blockades and everything, there was no way he can get any form of opium into the country for pain. Hmm. So methadone's a synthetic hmm. that the I, doctors came up with so they could treat pain. I I don't. This is new in this yeah. is new information to me. Yeah, and again, I have a bunch of useless facts in my head that get mixed up, and it could be aspirin I'm thinking of right now. But in my brain right now, it's methadone. Hitler invented methadone. Well, Hitler didn't do shit. I mean, his people probably did. That's true. Um, so. Like the Chinese had ephedra for a long time and right. they, it was like a really good, pure, not even really a drug. They right. just used it as a ritual. And then lo and behold, white man gets a hold of it. Dirt. Fucking white people. I know. Dude, Coke said it best. <clears throat> Motherfuckers be less white. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Can't stand white people. Dude. That's why I, I'm glad I'm 1% African. Are you? Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. From the waist down. <laughs> I got small calves. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got small calves and big feet. That's what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant you had a yeah. huge cock. No, no, no. Not at all. Oh, we, no. we You're white. Deter- You're yeah. white in that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Jewish all the way. Cool. Jewish. <laughs> Straight Jew. Yeah. I'm dipping you, motherfucker. <laughs> Anywho, so I ended up uh, 2016 turned into 2018 really fucking quick. Yeah. Um, and your full blown relapse just you know, off. yeah I'm off the chain dude yeah. I'm trying to get in trying to get sober trying not blah 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 um, I have like seven months and some change or whatever seven months I remember I was miserable because I was trying to get sober for her again right one more was time was it the same her yeah the same her that like from 2012 to 2019 it the was one the, yeah that was the one the one <laughs> The one, um, and so and so I go, and um, I try different places to get sober. Or no, no, no. I'm sober for like seven, seven months in 2017. Yeah, and but it was for her. It was all and. I remember being miserable. Yeah, this feeling of misery. I can't. I can't explain, but if you've been there, you know that misery of sobriety. Uh, if it's not the well sobriety, if you will, yeah. if it's not if it's not the spiritual sobriety. It's just the uh, dry, yeah, the, um, abstinence. The just, just not abs- using, just don't drink or use between meetings. Yeah, that shit sounds miserable. Fuck you, Granny. Yeah, anyway. One day at a fucking time. Fucking one moment. Anyway, so um, she had some roaches over my house. I, like I was spiritually fit enough where she can come over and smoke oh, weed over my house. No problem. Well, I don't know if you've been listening to me ramble on, but um, marijuana and alcohol were my favorite two things, and yeah. so she had one of my favorite two things over there. And I was like, I just. And here's the sick thing about it: is I thought, well, I'm gonna see if these AAers are right. I'm going to test this I'm gonna theory. I'm going to test this theory out. I'm going to test it out. They say, you know. I think they're full of shit. You know, um, I can't, you know, if I have enough of the program in me, um, I'm going to be miserable. Challenge accepted. Let's so get it. I light it up and I time it. 45 minutes, y'all. That's about all the, like, all the clarity, all the badass feeling, all the is you get is 45 minutes. After that, it's fucking hell. 
It's more misery than... Then you get the anxiety, the depression. So then you had to keep using, keep drugging. The loss, the I just fucked all this up. Yeah. yeah. And so from the end of 2017 to the end of 2018, I'm fucking gone. I'm gone. I'm like on a whole different level. So you went to the... You went straight to the place of fuck it. Yeah. Way, 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 way fuck it. Yeah. I end up hooking up with this dude. He had methamphetamine. Wait, what? Not, not, not sex. Say that again. I hooked up with somebody, but not sex. Like, I, like y'all just made out. No, no, no. He came over to the Butt house. Stuff? He came over to the house. And, well, I, I, I hope so. Yeah. In public would be a sex charge. Ooh, I have had sex in the cemetery before. Nice. Yeah, she still owes me twenty bucks. <laughs> True story. No, it was I know. A, it was the I, you've told pl- me that yeah, story before. It was the dope plug. She, I went down on her, and then the funeral procession took place. She got scared. We went home, and she still owes me 20 bucks. Anyway. That's not good business, bro. She needs to take care of that. She'll make amends one day. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. <laughs> um, so, so I ended up shooting up. Uh, not shooting up. Shooting around. Um, going, getting methamphetamines. Um, I thought, you know, I can just, you know, do a little bit. No, it's so addictive now. Yeah. Um, and so I end up, um, snorting that, snorting it, smoking it. And then somebody said, Hey, why don't, you know, I was like, I do not want to shoot it at all. Yeah. I don't, I, I saw these people going in there and they're a bloody mess. Yeah. And then they ended up doing something afterwards. I was, they, they took the needle off and then they just right up their butt. I'm like, why don't I just... A butt rocket. Yeah. Boofing, if you will. I like to call it... A rectum rocket. Booty bumps. Booty bumps is another word. It was classy. Booty bumps. Booty bumps. No, I don't shoot methamphetamine. I do do booty booty bumps. Yeah. Darling. Exactly. So, um, and then I figured out that you can actually... uh, The thicker the solution of methamphetamine and water, uh-huh. the more fucked up you get. Nice. And so I like, I, like I said, I like pharmaceutical, the pharmacology of things. I like right. how chemistry works. And so I ended up getting, you know, those baby, um, yes. Um, droppers for uh-huh. babies. Um, I ended up getting those and using those. For nice. because it was a thicker concentrate of methamphetamine right. water ratio. Fuck, yeah. I ended up losing I, your shit. losing my shit. Yeah, like it was. I was doing about a gram a day, and I think that route of administration has the same. I mean, close to the same bioavailability. Oh as yeah, injecting. it's it's within ten percent. Um, like uh, the only other way to get that much is to eat it. Which was Neely's thing. She would eat it. Yeah. And she I, said the thing with that is you never, like, you would eat a shard or whatever, and you don't know if you did too little or too much oh, until, until it's, it's too late. Yeah. 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 And you're overamped, and you're just like, well, well that's I'm write that this was, motherfucker out. That was my goal is to overamp. And I actually had a video on, uh, on Google uh, Cloud or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. And um, I'm, I, I'm, somehow I videotaped me doing a large amount uh, and I fucking black out. Like I passed the fuck out after that. Really? I did so much. I passed out. Wow. Yeah. Like that was my deal. And 
So I, one time I rolled up, I was, I was a duber. I was a drug Uber. Oh, nice. Yeah. And my buddy, he got out of the truck and he went over there and he calls me. He's like, Hey dude, this guy's kind of sketched out. He wants you to come in, you know, roll a bowl, whatever. I was like, cool, whatever. So I go in there and this motherfucker, this dude is like buck naked. This this guy we're making a delivery for mm-hmm. bug naked, like buff, like he worked, worked out, yeah. you know? And he's like, Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. This stuff makes me, makes me so horny whenever I get high. I'm so sorry. And I'm like looking at my friend, like you motherfucker. And Your friend was trying to pimp you out. No, I don't know what the fuck they're trying to do. They, they were trying to get a three way going. I don't know. How was it? It was awesome. But anyway, no. <laughs> but, and then there's gay porn playing and like, and so I'm rolling the bowl and it's all fucking oily. Like, it, like the lube on his guy's hands roll It was fucking gross. And, uh, about that time my mom calls on the phone nice. and I'm like, thank you. I said, my mom's calling me. I gotta go. So my, I told my friends like, dude, dude, no, no, no. He said, I'm sorry, man. He was trying to get me in this. See, a long time ago. Um, back when he was still married, me, him, and his old lady had a three-way. Nice. And he passed out, and I still. Well, yeah. And anyway, like you do. Yeah, got to do what you got to do. I mean. Um, and since then, he was trying to get me in the sack with him, and because he methamphetamines, you know. You, yeah. Whatever. No. And so, basically, I did whatever it took to get high, and then. Um, I ended up going to jail. I was, I, I had a, um, I had a, a homeboy of mine, an associate. Yeah. I was drug Uber. Right. Um, um, ounces, ounces of methamphetamine coming in and out, out of my car a day, like a couple hours more. He was right underneath the source, one of the sources in Midland. Nice. And, um, the source wanted me to drive for him. Like, I was that good of a driver yeah. kind of thing. <clears throat> I was like, nope, ain't doing it. Thank God I didn't do it because that guy is in um, Singapore right now hiding out from the cartel. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he missed a couple meetings. Anyway. Yeah. Um, didn't end well. No, it probably won't either. But anyway, so I I got to tell this story because uh, this guy, um, uh, I ended up. Uh, I was like, man, I'm I'm tired of this shit. I'm I'm tired of this game. I'm tired of it. I'm not gonna call this guy anymore. I'm gonna leave him alone. And my friend, I was using with her, and she's like, dude, I got a bad feeling. Blah blah blah. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going home. Anyway, she, uh, I get a text message saying I was shot. I'm shot. I'm like, fuck. All right, let me go get him. You know, go play. Yeah. But on the way over there, I decided to call nine one one. Well, I call 911 and um, tell them and make up some bogus story about some shooter. You know, they, yeah. heard, they heard gunshots. Yeah. And so that maybe 911 get there before I do. So fucking right, handle right, it, right, you know. Right, right. Um, but I get over there before, before the ambulance gets there. But I see some guys standing out there like really sketchy looking guys. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I pull in and... Um, and he's all limping and gets in my car and his girlfriend, he tries to get in the car. He's like, get the fuck out. You know, it's all yeah. fucking crazy. And I'm driving down Wall Street and uh, those guys happen to be like ATF or some shit like that. 
Um, oh, he got shot by a cop. No, um, he got shot by himself. Oh, okay. he was putting the gun. He was putting the boss's gun in his pocket. Oh, goddamn! And shot himself in the nut, and it came out his asshole. Out, not his asshole, but out his ass. Nice. Well, he's in there. So he blew his nut out his butt cheek. <laughs> exactly. Nice. And so um, we get pulled over, and they didn't give a fuck about what's going on with him. They they wanted to know why he got shot. Yeah. And they pulled us apart, blah, 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 questioning us before even taking him. Because I'm transporting, at this point in time, I'm transporting a gunshot victim. And so... Uh, they're like, we need you. Da, 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 da. And our stories didn't match up. So they took me to jail because they saw some weed in my pocket. So at this point in time, uh, I have about four, 3.8 grams of methamphetamines yeah. in my back pocket. Right. In my wallet. I could have done one of two things. I could have given it to the police officer or risk it because it was it was well hit, hidden Man. like in my wallet if it was only like a gram it probably wouldn't have gotten found mm-hmm. but i was like fuck it this guy lied to me he's gonna yeah i don't trust him fuck him fuck him so i ended up getting a dope charge <laughs> um so i ended up getting a uh 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 they didn't give me they didn't give me methamphetamine in a uh, federal facility they gave me unlawful substance oh, nice. so three years deferred blah 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 I'm going, I try to get sober multiple times throughout this time. I shoot down in San Antonio. got crazy stories about that, but, um, I want to save those for another time. Um, I, I don't even know how long I've been talking for like two hours, two hours. God damn it. I need to wrap this up. That's all right, man. Go, um, let's get to the good stuff. So, um, basically we, um, there's a stop button on their recording device. They can yeah. leave if they want. So basically, uh, um, I uh, am in drug drug induced psychosis. Yeah. In November of uh, 2018, and I'm supposed to go do uh, intake paperwork for the um, uh, for probation. Yeah. I go steal a car. Yeah. So you're yeah. just absolutely out, out, out of, of mind. Of, yeah, yeah. Out of my mind. I go steal a car. Um, I return the car, try to steal another car. Huh. Nice. <laughs> Cause it was the wrong car. Uh, you meant anyway, to steal a different car. I had to go yeah. steal a different, anyway, long story short. Um, I ended up going to jail for two and a half months. I get out. I'm never going to do drugs again. Right. right. Never going to do never. it. Never. I learned my lesson. 72. Ooh. Never who ever is, gonna do it. Yeah, never ever through. gonna get never gonna get anyway. I'm um, gonna give you up. Uh, never gonna let you down. Y'all just got Rick, Rick rolled. <laughs> Rick rolled, baby. Um so um so I get out and I'm walking across like they're supposed to let me out by like noon so that I could go report. Yeah. Well, nine PM rolls around, I'm out. And so I'm walking across Midland. I go see my mom and she's all fucked off in the head from her pain pills and whatever's going on. Long story with that situation. But anyway, um, uh, I go over there and she thought I stole her car because a Uh, week prior to that, I ended up going to jail and her car got impounded. Ah, so she thought you stole it. Yeah. And so I wasn't welcome on that property. Well, shit. I knew where I was welcome. Yeah. Old girl's house. Yeah. I go old girl's house. The girl. 
Different girl. Different girl. Yeah, skank girl. Anyway, no, I apologize. Garrett's a ladies' man. Um, different girl, and I go over to her house, and I don't really want to really sleep with her. Yeah, because she's she's gross. You don't just she, using her. She, for, she don't. I'm a, I'm a homosexual at this point. Right, right, right. Yeah, sleeping just for a place to live. Right, and um, I get drunk. I get two hours out of jail. I'm drunk. Yeah, never gonna drink. Never gonna do drugs. Right. And then I go report the next day doing the, you know, oh, yeah, I'm doing the dude. Oh, yeah. I'm dude. blah, blah, blah. Hell, yeah, I'm going to report. Well, he says, well, we only do intake on Thursdays. Come back next Thursday. At that moment, I had a I had a window of opportunity to get honest or roll the fucking dice. Yeah. I rolled the fucking dice. So I was like, okay, cool. And that instant, I thought. I've got till Thursday. I can get high and it'll be out of my system yeah. before Thursday. Dude. I'll just party on the weekend. Well, the weekend turned into you? Wednesday. Yeah. And I'm walking the streets of Midland and I'm getting high over at uh by this point I already lost the point I already lost the place to live with yeah, her. Yeah. I'm walking the streets of Midland insane. It's not working. I go to my friend's house, I get high. I try to go to sleep on the couch downstairs and in, in early morning, one morning. And I, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And I say, God help me nine hours later. I'm in treatment. Nice. Um, like in, back in, in sin- springboard, right? Yeah. Back in springboard. My now mind you, I didn't want to try to go get sober at springboard because my fucking, my, my artwork's there. I used to work there. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I know something. Well, this is um, this is very important. The the lady that was running the place, she told me I needed to become a newcomer again. And since then, I'm a newcomer. Be smart enough to get dumb. And yeah, be you know I've known plenty. I never known anybody too stupid to get the program. So many are too smart. Exactly, and that kills them. Yeah. And. I was almost one of them. I was 135 pounds whenever I came into springboard. By the time I left springboard, I was 155 pounds. Today, I weigh about 190. Yeah. And I'm healthy. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm, so I get, I get sober, um, and I'm doing good. And all of a sudden, uh, I'm working at a cafe, and on a Tuesday, always a fucking Tuesday. Fucking Tuesdays. <laughs> Goddamn Tuesdays. Uh, I hear, hey, is Mr. Garrett Stewart over here? And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, fuck. And police are like, hey, we need you to come. I was like, what the fuck? So some stuff caught up with me. Yeah. Two state jail felonies. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm already on probation. Yeah. But for some reason, at this point in my life, I know I'm okay, no yeah. matter what. That peace. Yeah, no matter what, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter if I have to go to prison. I'll go to prison if I need to do this. But for some reason, I knew it would be okay, and I just needed to chill. And so yeah. for like 36 hours, I was in jail. I slept. I yeah. slept. I ate. I knew the routine. I was sober in jail, which is actually not too bad it was i I just had a nap i've never been to jail where i didn't detox the first anywhere from three to four days to two weeks if i was on methadone yeah it 
wasn't going that, in with that it's like because that after bad. that it was always cool yeah like, you get settled in you're like well what are I we just, doing today i just took a nap yeah and yeah. fucking ate <clears throat> yeah and then i didn't even have any cravings for cigarettes or anything like it was really cool god just kind of held on to me and then i got out and so i'm on probation and pre-trial and i'm in li- living in a sober living house yeah you know i have so many levels of accountability at this point it's unreal um, and I'm working around people in recovery, like God's just kind of put his hand around me. Um, and I'm, but the thing about it is, is I'm staying willing. I'm staying yeah. open-minded. I'm staying like I did, I did some of the work in, and springboard and I let some stuff go. I was mad that my little brother put himself beyond human aid Yeah, and I was able to let that go. I was I was mad about this. I was I was able to separate the traumas of my wife leaving me and my and my brother being murdered and you know did a lot of lot of heavy work. I was able to say, "Hey, I'm a codependent um alcoholic drug addict that loves sex." Yeah. And um uh yeah, I love sex, ladies. Anyway, ladies, uh, he loves sex. <laughs> and so no, um so and I did a lot of uh, nine step work on my sexual shit. Yeah. Like I would send unsolicited dick pics with with sometimes with methamphetamine right next to yeah. it. Yeah. Like, hey, this is uh this is seven grams of me, baby. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, like weird shit. Yeah. And I've would I've you had, say weird? It's probably actually pretty standard. I've heard a lot of fist steps um, from. Yeah, and so but I was able to do some really cool work on it, like. Even the ladies that I, I sent stuff in, reco- they were in recovery and I would send, I thought they had relapsed or something and I'd send them something. So I come back into the rooms and I'm like, I'm like, Hey, how are you doing? They're like, Rrr. I'm like, I owe you an amend. Yeah. <laughs> but I got, I got to clear up a lot of the wreckage of my past. I got to do a lot of heavy duty work in the first, that first year, man, I was pop, 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 yeah, pop, work yeah. and work and work. Boom, boom. Like spiritual boot camp, dude. Yeah. Like it was amazing. It was so amazing that it it got me to a place where today I'm able to give that back like, a hundredfold. Like, See, and I, that's one of the main keys people don't understand when they come in. They get two months sober, they get a clear head. Yeah, life gets better. I get the job back. I have a little money, so now it's time to go find a fucking wife. Yeah, fuck that wife. But you're and I and I, <laughs> dude, and I try and tell them, dude, focus on you. And I've been doing that for two years yes. now. Um, like well, I had a little paying off for you. Yeah, I had a little relationship here and there. You know, um, I even was able to fly a a beautiful woman in from uh, another country, from New Zealand. Yeah. Um, Outsourcing. And, yeah. I, my reputation's so fucked up here. I had to go to New Zealand to get a, a woman. Yeah, you should have never brought her here. Yeah, um, should have flown her from New Zealand to like New York and pretended you lived there. Right? Did you bring her around people you knew? Unfortunately, no. Yeah, um, I actually took her to my boss's ranch for like the first four That's days. Cool, man. Like it was beautiful, dude. Things about recovery um, that I cannot stress enough is the willingness open-mindedness and the honesty, you know, those three things, I can't stress those enough because like the willingness, man, to do something, how free do you want to be? Yeah. Like I had to ask myself, how free do I want to be? 
what else do I got going on for me? I mean, like I'm looking at at least five years in prison at this point in time, at least I screw up. They're going to give me probably 20. Yeah. They're going to put you in a cage. Yeah. And so, and I have at this point, I had 700 hours of community service, couple two hundred two $300 worth of fines every month on crazy. Like I was able to, God showed up and I was able to do so much so quick and then um, about a year, it was right about a year of sobriety, um, I got offered a job. Like I, I, a friend, a couple friends of mine, Jen and Pat, um, they were talking about, you know, sober communities and recovery villages and, you know, uh, recovery cafes and recovery centers. And I was like, I want to be part of that. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I want to be part of that. And I helped out wherever I could here and there, the little cafe. Um, what is it? Um, back in the day cafe, I worked there. Um, wonderful food, wonderful people go eat at one, uh, back in the day cafe, get your haircut by Cindy. Shout out Cindy. Yeah. Cindy was awesome. She was very instrumental. She gave me rides to work all the time in platonic relationship. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, genuine people that cared right and um so i i ended up trucking along didn't have a car mm-hmm. um just because i'd like to make it clear that when you first came in like when you first back walked back in i had you nothing. look like a homeless drug addict crazy i mean i'm just because oh, i real. was because i i had never met you before that i didn't know you when you were in the first time. oh yeah I was worse off than I ever been. In yeah. My when life. you came in, you were like, like to the point to where, you know, people with a little bit of time are going to look at you and be like, Oh, this dude is not going to make it. Oh yeah. I, I thought, you know, y'all guys had like six months when I came in. I thought yeah. I had years. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Y'all are, y'all, y'all looked amazing to me because like I literally had a backpack and the clothes on my, yeah. whenever I came in this spring, yeah. Like, literally, like that's all I had to my name because I had lost everything. Um, I faced a divorce. My, my, my wife had finally, uh, filed for divorce while I was in jail. Rightfully so. Yeah. Um, I, my dad, you know, kicked me out of the house on paper. Rightfully so. Yeah. Um, all these things happen. I was stripped and I honestly believe I'm a spiritual being that once I get out of alignment, just a little bit of alignment, things don't go so yes, well. And yes. and I get physical consequences. Once right. I get those physical consequences, I start, oh, oh, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, right. Um, and so I had all these physical consequences starting to add up. Things pile up on me and they become astonishingly difficult to solve. Right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and true. and that's where I was. And um, I was just, I was insane. I was absolutely insane and still am to a degree, but I worked the hell out of stuff, you know? And then about a year into things I didn't have a job like I lost my job I was looking for whatever I could find and I was offered to work for Thriving United Mm -hmm. I it was just starting literally just starting up in a house like Jen would work from her uh, um, from her car her little go-kart 
She had like a Saturn standard, yeah. like S one, yeah, you know, the LS ones with the fucking five speed in the floor and all that. She would work, have Wi-Fi, whatever. She would do research, blah blah blah, set this stuff up. Um, she would do that, um, and then you know deliver groceries for people for wish cart whatever i don't know and um she did that for the like the first six months and then she got a house and she was able to do that there and then which is angel haven it's a it's a peer supportive recovery home for uh, women and children um and then um and then she needed help and so i said "I'll, i'll help out and i started helping out um for like the first month we're in the house and then next thing we know we have a recovery center mm-hmm. and the next thing we know we're in a freaking middle of a p- pandemic we start a pandemic and we start recovery meetings out in the park yeah uh, we had some at the duck pond those were some good meetings dude too, man. like really um we had some duck pond meetings and then um you know uh, there's there's an actual couple a literal couple of people like um Shannon and his wife, mm-hmm. they they yeah. they both say if it wasn't for Thriving United, they wouldn't have been sober. Yeah, they wouldn't have stayed sober because we maintain, we kept things open when people kept closing the doors. Yeah, um, and I, I honestly believe that God put a shield around us during that time. None of us, thank God, none of us got got sick. Um, none of us got sick. We got a couple scares here and there, but we took action. We did yeah. what we needed to do. Um, as a matter of fact, April 1st, I'll get my second shot because nice. yeah, cause being responsible. Yeah. Um, plus I want to travel. I might want to go to New Zealand one day. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> we, Shout we. Out New Zealand. Yeah. Girl. You know, and I, and a matter of fact, I'm, I'm praying for her and her daughter. She, her daughter had, um, a bicycle accident and oh. over there, bicycle accidents, are worse than here because they have actual mountains and yeah. stuff like that. Well, she has uh, bruising on the inside and she's not able to keep food down. Oh. It, like she's on a drip. Like so also, it could be an issue. It could be life right, right. issue. So right. I'm, I'm keeping her in her, uh, my prayers anyway. So today, um, today's just so awesome. I get to talk about recovery. I get to, um, do things that I've never, I have my dream car. Like I get to drive my dream car. I made more money at this job than I've, you know, I know it's a nonprofit, but I'm, you know, we have, we have competitive wages at Thriving United. (laughs) And, um, like I'm happy. I'm genuinely happy. I'm not worried. You know, um, I'm not worried that it's fucking midnight on Sunday and I got to go to work tomorrow. I I know God's going to give me the energy um, I, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm going to be taken care of. One of my favorite promises is that, you know, if I keep close to God and perform his work, well, he's going to give me exactly what I need. Absolutely. Um, I hold on to that. I hold on to how free do I want to be? Mm-hmm. I hold on to, uh, being a newcomer. And one of my biggest things that I, if I can give back is as soon as, I start thinking about myself as soon as I start judging, as soon as I start comparing, I ask God to remove it. Yeah. God, remove that judgment, remove that 
comparison because that's the only thing I have to give up to God is that judgment, yeah. that comparison, because that puts me above God whenever right. I started comparing things. And so I honestly, um, I give that to God and that's the third step for me is I continuously give my thoughts over the care of God as I understand them. Please God here, take this, take that, take this, you know, and, and that spiritual boot camp has put a foundation for me that I can build up and be so fucking Absolutely. free, man. Like it, it almost, it gives me chills thinking about how free I really am. Like, and I take that for granted sometimes. I really do. Here recently, I've been doing some, uh, I'll be honest, I've been doing some, you know, non recovery behaviors yeah. with my, um, you know, um, I've been doing just, going back to some old behaviors and I don't like it. Yeah. And, um, people, somebody called a friend of mine called me out on it today and I'm going to do some work on it. It's, it, it's just because I can, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, and yeah. it's like, I don't, I don't want to go back to that place. I don't want to put shards on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really don't. But on the way over here, it sounded really fucking good. Yeah. It, and now I'm thinking about all the damage that it caught. Like that one shard, it's not the it's not the caboose that kills you. It's the locomotive. Yeah, I hate that fucking saying. It's I hate it's cliches, true, but cliches are there because they're over time. They work. That's yeah. that's where they come from. And so, um, you know, I I've learned. You know, whenever I was in Springboard, I asked, "How do you let go?" Like they like let go, let go. Yeah. I always like to tell people how to do things because I don't like to give them just all these cliches and be like, "I'm a spiritual guru." No, I need sustenance. I need to know how to do it, and I've learned how to do that, and it's it's so fucking simple. Just fucking do the next right thing, De- the next indicated thing. Next indicated thing. Yeah, the next indicated thing. What does that mean? Oh, the dishes are dirty. I might want to do some fucking dishes. Oh, the dog hasn't been fed in two days. I might want to do that. Yeah. Whatever. Get up and go to work. Oh. Make your bed. Yeah. And I make my bed every fucking morning. Help another drunk or addict. Yeah. It's, it's simple. And and in that Stop case. Stop thinking about your damn self so much and think about something else. And it's crazy how you find out that your shit ends up getting taken care of. I know. And then and then it ends up getting taken care of better than I ever ex- imagined. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And so, I, I don't know, man. I can keep going on and on and on and on. But, you know, coming from a place of trauma and abuse and neglect and abandonment and, and hate and drugs, alcohol, sex, violence, women, all that stuff. That's only before I turned four. But (laughs) (laughs) You know, coming from that, I've always wanted that peace of mind. I've always wanted that like centeredness that I, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Because it never was okay. It was never fucking okay. Actually, it was okay when I was, I was three years old. I had a badass Christmas. I got the Berenstein Bears. Berenstein. Yeah. Uh, well, what my mom played played Santa. FYI, Santa Claus is fake. My mom Wait, was what? Playing, yeah. Oh my bad. Dude. Sorry. Spoiler alert. All right. Anyway, so um, picture it, if you will in the single wide trailer. 
um, uh, on the fucking uh, cotton couches, <laughs> like <laughs> like rough fucking yeah, couches, yeah. and um, uh, all the Berenstein books spread apart. Oh, nice. And it looked like the, a lot of them, you know, but it was probably like uh, 12 inches worth yeah, of books. But, but still. It, the way she spread it out made it look beautiful. And right then and there was what I always look for. Yeah. I looked for that Christmas. I looked for that. <sighs> yeah. It's going to be okay. Everything's okay. And I get that today. I get that by just breathing. Yeah. I get it. And one thing I'll leave you with is that um, God's name back in the day, uh, was you know they're like oh it's too holy you can't use god's yeah. name da, 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 da. no it's an experience you breathe god's name <sighs> yahweh mm-hmm. <sighs> and it's in the breath and i even got the tattoo it means breathe oh nice yeah so today i get to breathe that's it, man. Nice, man. I'm glad you came out. And for you guys listening, if you are interested in anything that Thriving United does, you can go look them up on Facebook or at thrivingunited.org. You can always shoot a message to me at the email address. It's all over this podcast. If you want to get a message to Garrett directly mm-hmm. or, you know, just stay yeah. tuned. We'll probably have him back. He said he has some dirtier stories, and we definitely want to hear those. Yeah, we want to get into some crazy – dude, I got a whole – like hour worth of San Antonio and Austin stories. Oh, nice. Just dirty. Yeah. Trying to get uh, going to rehab and missing the uh, like around here. If you miss your appointment. Yeah. By like if you miss your appointment by a couple hours, you're yeah. still getting in. But yeah. in San Antonio and Austin, you miss it by 15 minutes. You're booted out, dude. I they didn't, take the I, I didn't know that people are dying, literally dying to get in. And I didn't know that I took it for granted. And, and I went down there and I missed the mark, missed the fucking mark. And so I ended up partying. Hell yeah. We, we definitely need to get you back on here. Then. Yeah. Like I try to get sober like seven different times and I almost a pretty girl had some methamphetamines in a needle. And she's like, if you shoot up, you, you, you can ejaculate like instantaneously. True. And I'm like, that was the closest True. I ever got to shooting up. She's like, we'll shoot you up. You come. And then we, we take you to the uh, ER so you go to rehab. I'm like, oh, all right, Lord. great idea. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have to yeah. back Yeah, so on anyway. Yeah. yeah, thrivingunited.org. Direct, yes. Director, director of operations. <laughs> Who would have fucking know that? The director of operations. The director of operations of a really important nonprofit organization in West Texas used to sh- stick methamphetamine up his asshole. And with that... Peace.